Feeling it's another one of these classic Quincy Jones show episodes. Yes, Welcome sir. to the podcast. My name is Quincy Jones. Go, yes, sir. We are live from the doctor's office, and of course, in front of me, the man, the myth, the one and only in existence, and the best damn tag team partner money couldn't buy. This mm. is all DNA, folks. Yes, sir. Doc Lesnar, hip hop hybrid. What is going on, sir? You guys know what it is. Doctor is in the office, and hey. uh, yeah, man, uh, let's just go ahead and kick it off, because we got some news and review. Can, and, I, just, can uh, I just say that I want to uh, salute you for never really uh, cashing on that on that doc, the doctors in the building thing mm. for so long, and then you just said it now, and I'm like, that wasn't corny at all. Timing, sir. Is it, <laughs> I was like, he could have said that in all these bars over there, but he, I really could not once. Yeah, yeah. Not yeah. once. Not once. <laughs> It's not well, habit for I, I remember when I was like, yeah, I'm going to be, you know, Doc, the wrestler. Like, my move's going to be against Doctor's orders. So oh, that's kind of clean. You know? But it's like, you know, sometimes when it's too wordy, it's like, ah, it depends on who delivers it. You know what I'm you saying? You know, super, the doctor's note. He hit him with the doctor's note. <laughs> I'm, I, I love that. <laughs> be good. Oh, man. But, uh, yeah, now let's go ahead. Let's kick it off with some news. There's a lot of news uh, this week, obviously. Uh, we got Crown Jewel going on this weekend. We yeah. are not doing predictions. Sorry, uh, folks. I, okay, I, did, I was going to ask if you wanted to just kind of mm. be like, who you think is going on? Because we, we could. We'll see what time. Yeah, that's got. true. Because, I mean, the only thing I'm really into is just uh, Brock, Bobby. Yeah, and I, then, I mean, I'm not really into Roman Logan, but I want to see what, you know, I feel like something's going to happen. And then Bray's been... Uh, I, I hear he's going to be there. Yeah, yeah that, that's so, probably the the thing I'm most curious about. I would and, say, and then, and then the uh, uh, the club. Oh, and, we got the, and, yeah, and that too. Day. And then because a lot of people think that this whole thing is a work that 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 possibly someone from New Japan might well come out or do I something. I have a which, little bit on that right after this. Yeah, yeah, my it, bad. It I just depends yeah. if Crown Jewel uh, is even going to happen. Because per Wall yeah, Street dude. Journal, it's been reported Saudi Arabia has shared intelligence with the U.S. warning them of an imminent attack from Iran on targets in the kingdom. Saudi officials claim the attack is an effort to distract attention from domestic protests that have roiled the country since September. Yeah, with the I've White House that. National Security Council uh, confirming their concern about the attack warnings as well. Wall Street Journal added, in response to the warning, Saudi Arabia, the U.S., and several other neighboring states have raised the level of alert for the military sources. But Mike Johnson of PW Insider reports, in speaking to several at WWE, we are told that the show is set to still go forward and that the company already has security protocols and emergency contingencies in place for any issues they are hopeful will so, all be fine. I read that, and literally everyone's take on that was like, yeah, the contingency should just be fucking cancel it. Yeah. No, because no, if, yeah. if if that's – because I didn't hear that part of that, that – I heard there was an imminent attack, but I didn't hear that it was specific to certain people in that hierarchy, right? Yeah. Who was going to be there? The, the effing prince. Yeah, the kingdom. Yeah. So – 
And not only that, because before I was thinking that, I'm like, well, you know, not to be on some, well, this is what they do. This is, they, you know, mm-hmm. what I'm thinking of is one on one when they do do some terrorist stuff like this. Not they, but just in period, just yeah, yeah. in general, they usually go for a high capacity event. Yeah, so it's right? harder to spot them, isolate them, capture whatever, or, or, or yeah. even to do as much damage in one spot. Oh, yeah, yeah, you yeah, know what I mean? That's true. If, if so, they're looking for a mass result, that's what I'm, yeah, and that's yeah, what I, I thought too. this was. You know, and I'm like, yeah, the fact that they know a lot of people are going to be there all over the world. You yeah, know, at this event, true. right? But yeah. then now you hear that, it's like, oh, they might definitely be looking at this thing. It's and it kind you know of I mean? sullies the whole, you know, uh, rebranding of Riyadh and all that yeah. stuff that they've been pushing for yeah, years. Yeah, you know, right. as part of the initiative. So, and I feel like they got roped into some of that. He that's, that's all government lip service for yeah. sure. That they have to. And I will help say with, this so. before I move on is I was yeah. curious about the contingencies and and the plans and the yeah, security yeah, yeah. concerns. It's like, where was that when y'all was getting held up? A couple, you know, a year or two ago, you couldn't. That's even probably fly. this is probably coming from Triple H more than yeah. Vince, huh? Yeah, we'll see, we'll see. There is a difference of regimes for sure. Because that's the difference is the last time they were there, Vince was there. Yeah, so. very true. But uh, you brought up Carl Anderson. Uh, it seems that the, his situation with New Japan, bright lights, baby. Uh, seems yeah, bright lights has seemed to maybe be uh, be resolved now. Uh, okay, you know, obviously with him being the current Never Open Weight Championship, um, it's uh, the company New Japan has announced that his replacement will be Bullet Club's Takahashi against Hikaru. I, I did hear that he did offer, mm-hmm. but I thought it was just storyline. You know, oh, gotcha. Well, Anderson is expected to soon defend the title a couple times over the next two months, though, for New Japan. So uh, seems That's like, interesting because I know mm-hmm. that they have a San Jose uh, event coming in. That's uh, what makes me wonder if it's going to be something in the States or is it going to be technically because from a contractual standpoint, I can't allow you to do this on our soil, but if we fly you, you, you know, to... Uh, to, you know, if Triple H thinks he's worth it to fly him all the way, then hey, I'm not mad at it at all. You know what I mean? So, yeah, no, I get you. I mean, I guess in my mind, uh, it, it it feels like it's something similar to you know the thing that was announced uh, not uh, not too uh, long ago was Shinsuke Nakamura set to face the miracle. Uh, yeah, yeah, uh, set to face uh, the Great Muda as part of his you know goodbye tour as part of you know Pro Wrestling Noah, which has a working relationship with New Japan. I, I heard you know, that so. Sonny Ono played a huge part in that, by the way. Oh, okay. I didn't even hear that. I mean, yeah, Sonny Ono was the guy that's kind of playing liaison because I guess they were trying to make sure the New Japan guys, first and foremost, that they weren't going to be stepping on toes. Yeah. With the, their AEW relationship. Oh, okay. So yeah. I heard that that was uh, greatly considered, and Sonny Ono was brought in to kind of help make that a smooth uh, transaction, so yeah. to speak. Because you know, Tony Khan might go, "Great Muda was my toy. I I picked him up and well, that's that's what they were AEW. saying, yeah, right? Yeah, but yeah. then even then, that's not a it wasn't a contractual thing. That was an actual wish and request of Muda himself to have Sting do that with him. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I think so, I, I talked about that and even how that came about a couple of episodes ago. But I do have on that is Tokyo Sports. They reported that the company had asked Vince McMahon for the match to take place before, but he declined it. However. But the regime changed and negotiations took place again and were successful with Triple H. Can you so. imagine if that was one of those emails that we know about that just didn't get referred to, mentioned at all, and Triple H never knew about it? <laughs> yeah. yeah we those know. kind of emails. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 You already yeah, heard the Where team, he's like, the what team. do you mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah. But it's like the fact that he was like, dude, what the fuck are you doing? You need to go do that shit. Yeah. Like, yeah, that, that, that sounds about right that Vince was like, well, who the fuck is the Muda? Like, he's, he's, has he ever been in? I don't think he's been in the, in the Fed, huh? I don't believe so. And it's being said, too, Triple H is, like, just personal respect for Muda is also of something that really, you know. Of course. You know what I mean? Like, like if he would have done something, like, it, it could also have a ripple effect on other people that he that's in his circle that, that you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. As far as who he gets respect from and people that are icons in his business and respect 
that what Muda does too. You yeah, know? yeah. But anyways, definitely. I don't, I don't no, but speaking of Vince, you just brought him up. Um, good way to segue to this. Seems the investigation uh, surrounding this man and the misconduct is finally being completed. Uh, it's uh, been said that it's going the, around uh, lately, huh? Yeah, seems like the special committee has been disbanded, and the investigation cost them a total of nineteen point four million dollars. This Jesus. is separate from the unrecorded nineteen point six million in unrecorded payments made by VKM himself. So, so VKM had to pay for this investigation. Uh, maybe he did, or maybe WWE did, but it's saying that that amount has nothing to do with the amount that he did not disclose, you know, in, in, you know, their findings, et cetera. So that's crazy. And I mean, yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, it's been a crazy year for wrestling in general. Yeah. So. Uh, the investigation just closed on the missing sandwich in the, in, in the, the crew refrigerator, by the way. <laughs> so I don't know if you want anybody wants to make a statement now. Before it gets bad. Oh, yeah. It's going to blow up in the sheets, baby. <laughs> it's going to get oh, some man. heat. Oh, we just found out who threw the pie at Kevin Owens. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I thought that was for, I'm like, did we finally have that answer? But No, not at all. Take it to the all. grave, Kev. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, speaking of Vincent Mann, uh, his golden boy, Austin Theory, as you guys know, uh, is Mr. Money in the Bank right now. And, uh, you know, they're saying uh, there's an idea that he may be the first guy to wait a full year, like the day of or, say, the night of Money in the Bank next year. Uh, that's the storyline. Like you have to cash this in two and a half hours. You have to cash this in ninety minutes, et cetera. That type of thing. Uh, so I thought that was pretty interesting because I think he would be a cool guy to do something like that. You know, he's, um, letting, so his beard, he's letting his beard uh, come in a little bit too. Well, you know, it's no shave November. If you uh, if you saw Orange Cassidy last night, he's letting it grow too. Looks very it? weird. <laughs> it's like, you're a grown man. Like, I missed I missed him, and I missed. I heard that there was an uh, an elite video. I didn't even catch that. I didn't, I didn't catch that either. But then I saw it later, and it's basically showing them winning the titles. And then, oh, so it's not. And them. then it goes back to somebody on an editing video editing, and then deleting that, and then dragging and dropping Death Triangle winning. You know, over like. Oh, we're just gonna yeah, because they've been talking about like that was the narrative of the last one, right? Like, the, like yeah, they, they, they're they've been deleted delete from history or making. So history. is it is this gonna be? Uh, are we gonna warm up to a, a Hardy Boys? Ah, delete. Who knows? I it's mean, be a double, I, at a double this return. point, I'm thinking is it pri- is it gonna be a, par- a Hardy party? You know, somehow getting it out of their roosh contract and then going for the trios to, i don't know what's going on but and uh other news with money in the bank we talked about last week how it might be one of the events that triple h is looking to maybe disband in terms of like events surrounding a gimmick type match hell in the cell is a part of that as well uh and so russell votes recently reported putting money in the bank on wrestlemania one night uh women's and one night men's is something i've heard i know since hunter has taken over the idea of one night women and one night men is alive i don't think they're going to do it let's say money in the bank was scheduled for allegiant stadium and they're hoping to get 50,000 people. If you could do that on the back of Money in the Bank, I don't think you put that show in the in the garbage and then uh, put matches on WrestleMania. I pre- uh, but yeah, I, I, that that one is a little different from the other one. Yeah, because that it's even though it's a gimmick. Yeah, it is. It is what brings you to the show. You, you're there to see who wins those matches, and then whatever gets added is kind of a bonus, in my opinion. It's like the Royal Rumble. You're really there to go see the Rumble. And, it, it's it's an, it's an investment. More than it is like I feel like the other matches that are gimmicks are more like end all be be uh you know what I mean like mm-hmm. kind of uh what they call them like the 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 mat like the last match like the the final point in, in somebody's like blood feud or whatever oh, right? oh yeah 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 got you whereas you got like the the rumbles and and uh, the money in the bank those are more investments because they go like the the investment in the story of those winners yeah span farther than the next night or the next month it's like true you know what i mean you're gonna be looking out for him the next year or the next couple months you know in terms of like the royal rumble but 
I can see why those would be a little bit different, but yeah, the Hell in a Cell, I think him being in so many, he's like, yeah, how about we don't shorten people's careers every year? And, um, yeah, only I think bring he's been out. in the most, right? I think, yeah, between him and Taker, maybe? I would say that that's accurate, yeah. I mean, Taker being in the first one ever, right? I mean, they shouldn't have had another one. Oh, I don't know. Let me not say that, because there have been a few good ones after that, but the one that him and Taker had with Sean as ref? Was oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Of course, of course, yeah. That was probably the last great one before we saw... I mean, again, we talked about the I Quit match didn't need to be in Hell in a Cell, but it was a great match That's probably my with last Roman and Jay, and then the one with Seth and uh, and uh, Cody was phenomenal. Yeah, that was a great match too. Yeah, a lot of people but, said that that brought that reinstated the, the the reputation of the match a little bit. I would say so. Mm. In terms of blood. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that match in particular, one hundred percent. In mm. terms of like WrestleMania main events, I think that that Taker one though it might. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. That that's yeah. in my top. I mean, because it's, yeah, yeah. it's hard to pick one of the Shawn Michael versus. Undertaker ones, right? Yeah. But then there's also like uh there's a, a few different ones I could put on that top five, but we won't get into it. Nah, you good, man. But uh moving on, I had some news on Tommaso Ciampa. Uh we he, you know, he's kind of virtually disappeared from uh WWE television. Last we saw him, he was actually uh competing at a heard, house show on hit? uh the seventeenth. But yeah, he Yeah, uh, I heard something about this. Yeah, he took to uh, Instagram to shed light on the absence. He said the road to recovery begins. It's a familiar road, almost too familiar. Special thanks to Dr. Uh Emblem and his team for taking such incredible care of me. Uh, you know, thanks to WWE medical team. Uh, he said it took a while, but we finally found the cause of all that uh glute and back pain, a hip labrum that looked like shredded cheese, according to my wife, who watched the surgery. But it ain't about how hard you hit. It's about how hard you get uh, you get hit and keep moving forward. You know, quotes Rocky Balboa. says, Willow insisted on dressing like a pirate for a trip to Birmingham because he had, like, um, you know, slides of his family yeah, and stuff. Yeah. So, yeah, he, he underwent successful uh, hip surgery. But uh, it just makes me, you know, he, he you know, if you've seen the videos, he's always, like, a fucking king at fucking rehab, bro. Like, yeah. he, he, you know, you see him literally pushing through that pain lifting weights and stuff and he's been at it but it's just like makes me worry you know he had the acl and then he had, and then and then like the hip now you know joining with the neck it's it's you know it just makes me wonder how many bumps he got left on his card I'd, now I'd that he's on the main roster i say he has five years left max yeah which it, isn't bad no i mean I'd, I'd say the same for like johnny probably yeah and and the thing with johnny is that's more about him not wanting to miss the moments of his family very true. I mean, but also needs to make a living for his family too. Oh, you know, depends. I guess he he will for sure be a trainer. Oh yeah, yeah. Both those guys would definitely be like. Yeah, actually, they would probably end up you uh, surfing NXT. I think from I HBK. definitely could see that. Yeah, that'd be crazy. Five ten years, they'd be definitely working under them. Yeah. Definitely. Well, yeah. speaking of someone that definitely knows Champa and Gargano, yeah, I was, I was about to. I was just gonna. I was gonna be like, yeah. Speaking of these, these evolved guys, yeah. <laughs> uh, I didn't realize. I guess he was rehired uh, last month by Triple H. I didn't see any any news that went on about it. It must have went over my head. But I heard. I heard it was uh, a rumor about it, but I never heard any follow up on it. Gotcha. So, yeah, okay. Until now. Well, it seems that he's back and uh, has started with new duties. According to Brian Alvarez, uh, he you know, attended uh, recently attended the Defy Wrestling Show, was blown away. It was noted that uh, this was an official scouting trip, so it seems like he's going to be helping to scout. Fuck. Mm-hmm. That's what I was thinking, too. <laughs> like, if 
Hey, don't come over. Don't come. Don't come to the winter circle show. We're but going. see, that's the thing, though, right? But, 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 put, his, but. put his picture up like Scott's. But the- <laughs> <laughs> Marco stunt. <laughs> no, no word. Fucking Janelle. No, some people I don't want to say. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But no, the funny thing about that is like, but it could come out. We could get the lottery rub, right? You know uh, what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. Hey, this store had a had a one million dollar winner. Yeah, yeah. You yeah, might yeah. want to step up and play because we got yeah. the, we got the, yeah, yeah. We we prep guys for the major league. We, we got the, we got the stats to back it up. One in we don't know how many yet, but you could be. Yeah, I would just start going. Oh yeah, we're the new feeder system for NXT. You know the feeder system for WWE. Like. Yeah, you know. Me, me and Gabe are like this. Exactly. But, uh, yeah, Dave Meltzer uh, then said Gabe just happened to be in town. Uh, now that Triple H is in charge, there's been a renewed focus on scouting independent wrestling talent again. Uh, we'll have to wait and see. Uh, you, you know, and that's crazy because I just recently saw him. I don't know if I sent that to you where he was talking about, you know, when they get guys who have been on the independents, he thinks it's great. But, it, you know, he's like talking about how it's he's here to find stars and that's not all he's looking for. You know, he thinks it's good that you got the miles, but, you know, he's more about elevating who you can be. I, I think, know, yeah, like, I think it's and finding diamonds in the rough. And it's things it's like more than just being. Uh, I think work rate is great. But. Did they look he, him the in particular? Changed. Yeah, or their or their their game change. Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, it's it's can this guy cut a promo? Can he be taught to cut a promo? Does he have potential for charisma? Can he be teachable? Can he yeah. be coachable? Yeah, because we see bigger things for him. He thinks he's the man now. Imagine them getting into our system with resources that he didn't dream of. Yeah, we're... taught by people that he looked up to and watched as a kid, bringing the best out of him. Does he? Check those boxes, and I totally get that. I, yeah. I totally get that yeah, because no, because the ones that you spend the money invest on, they have to. With him at the helm now, he has to increase his numbers, conversion rate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's got. You know? He's he needs results. There's Without there's, Vince there, there yeah. now there's no. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, Asterisks next to certain people. Yeah, exactly. But speaking of, uh, you know, uh, results. Yeah, uh, we did see. We've been seeing a lot of returns under Triple H's new regime, uh, and we saw the return of Emma. This uh, was last, a nice surprise, and yeah. it, it was rumored that day. Yeah, and we were but talking yeah. about we we talked about uh, you know her finishing up with Impact a couple of episodes ago, uh, but yeah, and the potential of that because like I think I, we were talking about how he she is like a favorite of Triple H from the original NXT. So, but uh, yeah, after but five Enzo years, can't get a call. What do we get? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, she answered Ronda Rousey's open challenge uh, last Friday uh, on SmackDown. She recently took to Instagram to comment on the return. Says five years ago today, I was heartbroken, feeling like my dream has come to an end. Today, my heart is so full, overwhelmed by the amount of support I have. You guys are the best. I got unfinished business to take care of. I'm home, baby. So yeah, I mean, I guess awesome. it says her last match uh, was uh, October. 2017 for Raw, she lost to Asuka. I think I actually I remember that. That was like, who's ready for Asuka? And then that was when that whole thing. I think Leo, right? (laughs) (laughs) Oh man, but uh, yeah. Uh, But it's also been said that there might be more returns to come, as there are talks of bringing. Obviously, we were talking about Chelsea Green might be WWE bound. Uh, It seems uh, basically confirmed. Uh, Really. Yeah, our per PW Insider, Chelsea Green filmed the exit hmm. vignette at the latest set of Impact tapings and ex- is expected to be WWE bound. Uh, so that was one thing I saw. But I hear that they always also have eyes on bringing back Tegan Knox as well. So it uh, seems like they're really trying to 
get this women's division a shot in the arm of sorts. Mm. So uh, it should be interesting to see what's going to be on television. I mean, I, I've already... I'm not going to talk about Tegan Knox. I've already said what I've had to say about Tegan Knox before in I like past episodes. I like Tegan Knox before she hit WWE. It's like her tape, if you ever watch her, yeah. phenomenal. You know? Yeah. Uh, but... And I liked what she did in NXT, but there was just a lot of start stop, and it's you know yeah, I feel because like of injury and you know me personally, I, I don't really see a, a character in her. Mm. Um, like it's kind of like my I don't want to say issue, but it's my, my disconnect with uh, characters like Zoe Stark. Okay, yeah, it's like I I know that you have Miles, like we were talking about, right? Mm. Same with you know Tegan Knox. But then, but who are you as as a character on the show? As okay, so you're just the the workhorse, or you're just the wrestlers wrestler. You know what I mean? So yeah. I need to see like from Tegan Knox. For me, she was just, it could have been the way they pushed her, but for me, I felt like she was never she never came off as really confident as who her character was on TV, I, or at I, least it didn't translate that way. Yeah, Again, I, that I, could have been the creative. Yeah, so. I, I feel like what it was was it was one of those occasions where. She kind of got over. I mean, she did her deal in UK, came in. I think she got over. They know her in UK because that's her backyard. Yeah, yeah, she yeah. comes over. I think she gets over from like everyone knowing she can go. And yeah, just, yeah, know? exactly. And like, so but then, but I don't but think there was that, ever that wears off though. You yeah, know what I mean? and yeah. I don't think there was ever character development per se. I agree. You know, like yeah. So, but so yeah, just show me that. Yeah, exactly. Show me, you know, and and and, and along with that. Show me Bobby F and Rude in the main fucking card. Thank you. That's all I ask, yeah, Hunter. Nah, Thank you. Seriously. When he comes back, turn on from injury. Yeah. Whatever you got to do. Yeah. Seriously. I mean, damn. But uh, now speaking of uh, NXT talents, uh, there were uh, five talents yeah. that were released. Apparently, there's more expected. But wow. uh, you know, there was uh, Ru Fang, Erica Yan, who were both actually recruited, I believe, from China uh, to come through, and they both were doing like the level up stuff. And uh, I think. Uh, one was doing, or uh, uh, Damaris Griffin also uh, is on there. I think he did level up as well. And then Sloane Jacobs, I guess that was known as Notorious Mimi. Uh, she also got released. But the big name is Bodie Hayward. Yeah, I was kind of surprised about that one. Yeah, and it's kind of a mixed bag on that. Uh, he was on TikTok, and he said, I was just released from WWE. I'm hurt. I'm embarrassed. I'm just down bad. For the last 18 months, Andre Chase University and wrestling has been my whole life. I am no stranger to adversity. Adversity is something that's come up my whole life, and I've always found a way to get on top. I'll do it again. I'm Brady Brooker, and I'm here to stay. And then, uh, you know, he also, you know, tweeted out, you know, thank you to all my Brodies for the continuous love and support and put hashtag 30 days, which I think is the normal NXT, non, uh, you know, non-compete. non-compete. Yeah. But uh, Brian Alvarez said, uh, he said, I guess the easiest way to describe it is apparently Bodie was a handful. There was more to Bodie's story. That's really all I can say oh, because wow, I don't okay. know what the more is. But, it, you know, you got a bunch of guys and they're in Florida and there's a loop and God only knows what can happen, which is not really much saying. I mean, he's saying what he's saying. Like there's yeah. been stories about because it's, there, there's a this natural party scene for mm-hmm. a lot of the guys that I mean again a lot of them stay in the same areas or even the same rooms in, at, at the same complex mm-hmm. when when they're first working at NXT a lot of the the, the up and coming guys I didn't, I don't think I realized it was still like that yeah from my understanding that's how it is you know what I mean especially if it's like a lot of the guys that are uh, coming from a non wrestling background mm, okay um, you know what I mean like football stuff like that they got to get acclimated to how things are. 
Gotcha. They're not used to wrestling. They don't know anything. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah, I mean? yeah, yeah. Uh, that, that's so, a good example. Yeah, okay. Yeah, part of it is though they have to relocate. Let's go out on the town. Well, but, well yeah, you know, yeah, everybody yeah. wants. Sometimes everybody Get wants my to. Bearings, yeah. Even even Paige talked about it uh, when she was even back when she was into it, like or not into it, but like how she had to like decide whether she was going to get involved to try to involve herself and make herself feel included with people and show that she wasn't trying to be better than everybody, even though she knew she was better than everybody and didn't want to party. You know, that that's when she, when Mm. she first got the call and all that, you know, so I've heard different people talk about the Florida Florida life. Yeah. yeah, What you're talking about. So it, it is very real. Um, especially when you saw the, the pictures that EC3 would post when he was in, in Florida, in mean, NXT, mm-hmm. he was just always going out with the same people with party cups. He talked about it with you know the Velveteen Dream thing. I was gonna say, cocaine, you know what I mean? So the, co- the cocaine, the co- 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 hashtag, cocaine. Hashtag loop life. Uh, <laughs> hashtag loop life. Uh, um, Andre, but that that is unfortunate. Um, yeah, Andre, just to say, uh, Andre Chase he did tweet out a photo. He said, "I just want to pub- publicly thank Brody for his dedication to Chase U. I'll always appreciate him being my first scholarship athlete, but more importantly, I will appreciate his friendship. Keep going." Mm. Uh, and it's being said, um, James Kimball, who's the WWE SVP, uh, he detailed that I guess the new developmental recruitment process is changed. It's, it's now that they evaluate talent at six-month intervals, and the performers either improve or are released from the company. And so, you know, I, I don't know if that's also playing a part in the other ones that got released. Sean Ross is saying they're hmm. probably going to end up letting more of them go as opposed to doing the mass releases of 20 people. I think they're probably going to see smaller, more releg- uh, uh, regular releases, I should say. I don't know what the regularity is. I've just been told the evaluation period is different now. You're going to see a lot more of this type of thing, unfortunately. I, I'm, I'm not mad at that because uh, I know a lot of them are getting, like, uh, house show matches and uh, – level up stuff main yeah. events you know what i mean so six months <clears throat> usually you know it's a, it's a it's a 90 day yeah uh period for uh you know usually uh, at a job so the fact yeah, that yeah. They're, they're getting you know yeah yeah it's kind of double in, yeah in a sense or you know. and six months i think yeah. that that should be enough to i mean you should at least be improved in one area yeah because that's, right? that's that's what he says is like if, if basically you know you could expect more if they don't end up seeing something immediate or major from the talent Hear from that. the creative yeah, aspect. I'm not, I'm not mad at that. Yeah, I mean, it, that's you know that's how it is. You know, and that's kind of what NXT was designed to be, a make-or-break type of uh, system, right? So, But, uh, yeah, it, very curious because I thought, you know, Bodie fit well with that uh, whole Chase U uniform. But, yeah, man, I mean, I, I know there's that Duke I was gonna say, stuff well, going on, right? Yeah, there's more in that. And the, the Bodhi stuff uh, on NXT, so. Gotcha. Well, I only got uh, two more things for you. Sami Zayn commenting on the Bloodline storyline. He says, hey, the initial idea was just to have some on-screen interactions every now and again because it made sense as the self-proclaimed locker room leader, I should have a good rapport with the head of the table. So we were kind of cooking up that idea. And, uh, you know, I guess it's been also been added that uh, Owens was literally pegged to get involved with Sammy and the Bloodline, but that's white hot right now. Uh, those plans, from what I've been told, are definitely pushed back, but they're not off because the plan is for Kevin Owens to be with Sami Zayn. Whatever they had planned is totally on pause because the stuff with Sami doesn't come around often. It was supposed to be a little three to four week comedy deal, but it's getting big. That was per Russell votes, I should say. And uh, I did like seeing um, uh, my dog. Yeah, yeah, my dog. Uh, <laughs> Kevin Owens recently told Sports Skeeta, I'm really looking forward to the night uh, he wins, whether it be the Universal title or whatever title that he might win, and I get to share that with him as well. I'm sure it's going to happen sooner than later. So the way he said share that with him makes me think maybe it could be uh, 
you know, tag team. And uh, that was the other thing Sammy said is this is the more filled out long-term stories I've been a part of. It's long, even by WWE standards. Usually we might do two or three months, but I've been aligned with the bloodline in some respect since April. We're still only kind of scratching the surface of, of where this is going to go. So, I mean, it's, it's been the, the one reason I've been like tuning into SmackDown, but I'll, I'll like go no, yeah, look I for mean, that segment. You know, I, I purposely, most times that segment makes it to IG. You know I, I, mean? I purposely will go out and seek like yeah whatever segment and and i mean you see like there's fan art about dirt different stuff now the whole Usi thing went effing crazy oh you yeah, know what yeah i mean dude. so yeah i mean i'm happy for sammy um overall but i am interested to see when the shoe drops and another thing if it does because i think uh once they're able to propel sammy to a certain point where he's going to be so endeared mm-hmm. and if say again he gets like maybe betrayed or they finally dump on him. Yeah, yeah. And to the point where the fans are like, oh, like, poor oh, yeah, Sam. yeah, he, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. him getting back with Kev and then winning tax traps off the, like, the yeah. Usos or something. And, and, That'd and, be. And, you know, and maybe just like not lean into the underdog because he's not the underdog anymore. You know what I mean? He's definitely my dog. Yeah, my dog. <laughs> the <laughs> my, underdog. My, my, my dog. My, my underdog. My <laughs> dog. Uh, top dog. Uh, no. There you go. A big dog. Big dog. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> Top G. <laughs> but man, you know what I was thinking though right now oh, as you're we talking is uh before I get to the last piece of this, uh Sammy Zayn is the Owen Hart of Nation of Domination. Yeah, you're right. right. Like Canadian too. Oh like, man, like, I was just thinking okay. like, like this is so crazy because now the, the the bloodline has gotten bigger and we're getting into comma Mark Henry uh D Lo territory and you got Heyman being what was his name Anthony Mason or whatever the oh uh no no um they're not Mason what was it um y- yeah Clarence or Clarence some- Clarence Mason Clarence Mason they, yeah I yeah. think that was his name yeah yeah, that's yeah. so it's, just, it's it's like really dope in parallel that's that, that I didn't even think about it like that's that's a pretty good yeah it's a pretty good parallel like he stands out but he's still oost but he's got that comic relief because you know Owen's known for the ribs you know yeah. what I'm saying so hey by the way I don't know if you've seen uh you seen Look that shoe. You seen, yeah. <laughs> Look at your other shoe. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you, you see that 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 Farouk release, by the way, Mm-mm. on ringside. Oh, with the the gladiator le- leather helmet. Ah, oh, I did see that. I was yeah, like, yeah. I think Doc Michael. Oh, old, old Farouk. Now I, I yeah. don't know. I don't know. Well, I, I mean, I know you was collecting the. Uh... Well, yeah, I did see recently twice. Uh, comma, uh, the boxer. Really? Uh, oh, I've yeah, seen that yeah. one before. Yeah, but yeah, I've been. So I, I'm, but I'm... they never have Kama Mustafa though. Oh, you mean from the nation? Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. yeah, but uh, last last piece of business for WWE, uh, their lawsuit from uh, with the MLW has been pushed back. Uh, the lawsuit that uh, alleged that WWE had intentional in- interference with contractual relations, among other things, has now been pushed back to December fifth of this year. But it remains to be seen if they will actually go to trial. So, big update. Um. Yeah. That that sounds like they 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 paid to push back because they, <laughs> yeah, they yeah. can afford it. I mean, I, I because it it, co- I, it costs money to do so. Well, and then, and then, I, I think it's also like did, they did can they, draw from. Did they say what 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 state that they're going to be holding court in? No, nah, I didn't. Even okay, because I was going to say they, I, I'm like this. I'm mm. putting money on this dollars and donuts. Connecticut. They if they don't, yeah, yep. I was going to say either they're going to push it back again, or they're going to uh, file a motion to move it to Connecticut. Yeah, court. yeah probably, probably. Yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. Uh, well, speak, <laughs> speaking of uh, rumors and innuendo with WWE, GCW streaming update. Despite rumors, yeah, reports yeah, yeah. pointed that there was a potential working relationship with WWE. It's been reported. GCW is now actually added to the Fight Network's Fight Plus streaming service. Uh, yeah. The announcement Were they was, not uh, part of it before? or Oh, no. They were part of... Uh, 
What was the other one? Because you're able to order their their stuff on another uh, site. Is it Twitch, maybe? I don't know, because I, I know that we... You, I know you You told me you've watched. I but, caught but, one, yeah, yeah, with a group of friends. Uh, but, yeah, I don't know. I was yeah. trying to think. Well, it's, uh, it seems official, though, because Brett Lauderdale did confirm the news with Fightful and then clarify there would be no working relationship with WWE. And then he actually also answered some questions uh, you know, with the recent reports of Moxley's contract extensions and like what that meant for, you know, working with the company heading mm-hmm. forward. And uh, he just said, uh, in speaking to, se- uh, this is what Sean Ross said, in speaking to several at WWE, we were told that the show is set to, s- oh, wait, no, I'm sorry, looking at the wrong note. Ooh, that, that was, that was horrible. Uh, you got to tighten it up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Well, I, I, come on, Doc. You gotta tighten well, up. Well, basically, uh, the the from what I got from from that photo uh, or from the uh, screenshot was basically that uh, there has been no confirmations or any reports of uh, GC or AEW wrestlers not being allowed to work GCW shows. Like mm. he has not been told. That There's like officially. no edict that has yeah, been no email okay. or anything like that. And you know, said that you know they have a really good relationship with a lot of the wrestlers there. So he's hoping to see uh, eventually yeah, John Moxley back in, in a GCW ring sometime soon. So. I definitely have seen seen them use a lot of uh, their guys on some of their stuff. So yeah, exactly. Yeah, you know what I mean. So I mean, they they know. I mean, I remember when they brought X Pac out for a show. I was just like, yo. <laughs> these guys are really, they know they, what's they, up yeah exactly i was like i was like i'm i'm not man and i remember seeing scotty uh too hotty did a show too yeah i think he did one too. yeah yeah i know i know we saw the worm for sure yeah yeah definitely um but uh let's pause but uh <laughs> what's next on the docket homie oh yeah no cody rhodes clarifies why he left AEW in a tweet uh he says, oh that turncoat <laughs> oh, don't you dare <laughs> Don't you dare. He says, uh, and he kind of clarifies his standing with the Bucks, too. He says, I didn't leave because of the Bucks or Kenny. I from, I'm forever bonded to those men over what we created. I remain very proud of it. I didn't leave because of or with uh, having issues with Punk. Uh, we got along. It wasn't Was money. he even there? Was he still there when Punk came in? Uh, I think momentarily. I was going to say, I was. Uh, yeah, they, they, had like, they were like two ships. Yeah. Pretty much, yeah, huh. at that time. Uh, yeah, we got along. Not money, not booking, just a personal issue. Am I wanting to go for the big one? No, nah, it was money. And then uh, the Bucks <laughs> actually uh, then kind of retweeted and answered. They had a, a photo of, like, all of them standing next to each other. You know, in that, uh, you know, the BTE episode where yeah. they're all like, oh, it's official. But it's, like, them, like, you know, with their arms over each other from yeah. behind. I've seen, yeah, I, yeah saw the, so. I saw the tweet. And uh, moving along, going, branching off the elite, uh, CM Punk News actually – let me go to Ace Steel's news. <laughs> Ace Steel actually uh, commented on his release, finally. Uh, the moment you put a stop to people taking advantage of you and disrespecting you is when they define you as difficult, selfish, or crazy. Manipulators hate boundaries. That's it. <laughs> hmm. I mean, I've, he- I've heard uh, something akin to that before, um, you know, and I've applied that to certain situations as well, but um, I wasn't there, so I-, I-, I can't tell you if that was... Right or not. But uh, several AEW talents uh, refused to work with CM Punk. Uh, yeah, I, I figured that that all tied in, too. Yeah. I mean, uh, apparently Meltzer, he said a few names are mentioned, with Chris Jericho being the name mentioned most. Uh, but that many, if not most, of the key top names are saying they wouldn't work with him. Uh, and then uh, Wrestling Observer, another uh, he said another top star in AEW said Punk won't be back. His value on screen isn't one, uh, 1% worth the hassle and black cloud he causes backstage. And, uh, yeah, I mean, we talked about uh, him being called a cancer and a detriment to the company by Jericho. Uh, while another top star said Punk, Punk uh, apparently he commented, like, whether or not 
the the story with the dog was true. And they were saying that that wasn't true, that the dog. Did yeah, not, like yeah, the day that, after I heard just as much, many people saying that that, that was absolutely a, a, like a false story. Yeah. And apparently the, the direct quote was Punk was acting like a maniac. Like he just he, like is pretty much. What, I want. I need to know what that means, though. I can mean different things to different people. You know what I mean? No, Especially true. people that are not used to uh, the outrageousness of wrestling you know and teetering on the line of reality and not I yeah mean, and i'm not to say i'm one of those people that that would be like oh okay I get yeah it. but here but, yeah basically said kenny picked up the dog to save him from being hurt gave him the mega mega was holding the dog screaming at punk to stop punk didn't even register that his baby was being held by a stranger in the middle of a fight it didn't stop him one bit jesus it said when the altercation was happening punk was a total psycho neutral party mm. Is is all? It's probably Mecca. Because <laughs> I mean, who else? I mean? Like when you think about it, like it's not MJF who is also in the room supposedly. Yeah. But if you think about it, it's okay. It's if it's it's not a Steel or his wife. It's not CM Punk talking to him about himself. No. And it's not the Bucks or Kenny Omega. The only other person that was reportedly in the room was Mecca, right? Oh, well, but but then, I mean, then again, you got Chris, Cutler and all them. But, but I don't but know if they again, were there the whole time or if they got neutral. in. Yeah, very true. Yeah, I, mean, I would, I would want to say Chris CD Daniels, possibly, maybe. But, yeah. but who brought him in? Yeah. Who's the cosign? You know what I mean? So yeah, automatic. I mean, and, and they're all BTE affiliates and all that. Yeah, too, I was gonna mean? say. So, he, he, I was just gonna say. He, just he by proxy, BTE. it's not that I'm trying to put them together. I'm like, you know, they're they're kind of, you know what I mean? Yeah, no, I get you, I get you. Um, well, does, ladder wars, brother. They're 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 together. Uh, yeah, very, very true. <laughs> they yeah, spill yeah, blood they together, do, they man. Do, yeah, they do got some ROH ties for sure. But uh, Fightful does report Punk has received quote multiple offers uh, to wrestle elsewhere, with the source saying he's caught the wrestling bug again. But obviously, he's hurt anyway. So, and, but uh, Nick Houseman recently reported that Stephen Amell's satisfaction with Punk's performance in you know the Star Series heels before noting cash does not seem to be an issue for this guy. He's got inroads in Hollywood going on right now. I have a lot of people that have known punk that say to me this guy is never going to wrestle again so who knows what his future is i, I mean I, I think we i, I told it, you i feel like this this whole incident could be enough for him to fall out, out of love with it again yeah on some man this is why the fuck i stood stayed away type shit mm-hmm. but at the same time the difference is this is a situation he created like you know yeah it's one thing to go out there and dish on the dirt sheets i i can understand his frustration with that especially if there's a lot of Un, what he feels is untrue or false reports going out mm-hmm. and narratives going out. But then when you shit on, we said it, it's one thing you could say what you say behind closed doors to those people's faces, but when you put it out there in a media scrum platform where you're not only shitting on the people in the company, you're shitting on people who run the company, mm-hmm. you're, you're embarrassing the company, especially in, you're doing it right in front of the owner who's not doing nothing. I blame Tony too. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. So that's when it becomes a different tone of discussion. You know what I mean? So, I don't know. It's it, To me, that's why I, I can't be totally on Punk's side. Some points he made, but then you also kind of – you were saying some fighting words, and you, you had to you know, know that you know something was going to happen for yeah. you. You know what I mean? But you know what's crazy is, for me, something I've noticed is it seems like everyone that's, like, really on Punk's side, like, from the, you know, <clears throat> IWC, it's like – to, I don't know. To me, it just seems like 
they're the CM Punk fans that are really WWE fans and like that he returned, but hate that he returned Turned for that. AEW, yeah, 100%. And just want him back in WWE. Yeah. And I don't know what that really means. Like, I'm not trying to point people out, but it just seems like a certain type of fan has a certain type of opinion. And I feel like, look, I've had fandom for many guys that have gone into trouble legally or in the scandal, whatever. And, uh, like, you know, like, I, dude, I, I'm a big Cody fan. And I don't, to me, I don't, I will, like, you call him a turncoat? He's not a turncoat. No, no, I would me. just say You know what I mean? And you. I will stand on that. But it's just like, it's, I, I don't let my fandom get out of, I don't know. No, I don't. Let, let me, I, I, stay, I'm not a territorial fan. Yeah, like yeah. you know what I mean. I'm not possessive in that manner. There's people I have, like you say, wishful thinking for and yeah. wish better things for, and think that they may have a better way of achieving those things I have in mind for yeah, them. But yeah. then who the fuck am I? You know, yeah. I, I, you know mm-hmm. what I mean. So there's that. But as far as oh, I can't believe he fucking lo-. like. To me, when things like that happen, it just makes things interesting. But in terms of the CM Punk thing. My my two biggest points is is he worth the money, name value yes, but is he mm. worth the money physically? Because yeah, if, we saw if half him, the locker room don't want to even want to well, fuck well, with well, not even that with his injury status. Yeah, this, yeah, this is what true. two only almost three times. Yeah, because he hurt, he got himself hurt my uh, a minor injury in the beginning. Yep, and then he, he did the whole dive in L.A. that and then he had to go to Rampage and tell yep. us that he couldn't that's fucking right. wrestle. Mm-hmm. And then now it's the, the so it's like that's three times in what, a year? Less than a year. I don't, you I don't, know what I mean? Yeah. So that's the thing is like I think the biggest dispute would be is it worth the money and what's the what's the asking price and is that asking price going to equate to him? I mean, he could wrestle a lighter schedule where yeah. he won't get hurt as much, you know, but you know, what I bottom line, would I cheer if I see CM Punk and WWE? Yeah. It's not going to yeah, stop yeah, me yeah. from enjoying the product yeah, if it's good. But, but I feel like, too, it's, but, also a, it's also a thing of separating the wrestler from the person. Well, yeah, there, there, I mean? there's, there's, there's the entertainment there's, and then there's the business. Yeah, yeah, too, yeah because you know, I like, feel like everything he did in the scrum, you could say, is the wrestler. But, like, everything after that, I don't know. Bu- he went into business for himself. That's what I'm saying. That's why it's a different mm-hmm. tone of discussion. Yeah, yeah. It's one thing to talk about the vultures in the room, but yeah. then when you sick your same, that same frustration on your own company when you're like, dude, you just, this is, I think the, it's the forum because this is like a, a media scrum after one of your biggest shows. Bro. Yeah. You know I what I'm mean, saying? Yeah. You talking about, Oh, you sold the gate out, but then you could have easily, you know, I think there was a quote last week that I, that I read that was the exemplified it great that Jericho liked, but it was just like, and you basically almost sabotaged the whole stock. Almost cost some more. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. By yeah, insulting the, the company of yeah. the, and, and like I was explaining to Eddie Lynch, uh, it, it's like, Bruh, like it's like they're bestowing you with the title, which is a trust of you representing, being the best representative yes. of their company, the championship, and you're is, insulting yeah. the EVPs in front of the the president, the, the, the owner next to yeah. you, and impromptu. And it's like I'm just looking at it from, and I want to be clear. I'm not saying the elite is right or wrong. I'm not. That's, I'm, I'm I don't not have a side, side, but, but yeah. I'm looking at it from a company standpoint. That point, because, that's a liability issue. Yeah, exactly. Uh, absolutely, is where I'm know, coming we, from it too. Yeah, as being business owners, like, you and know, it's not again. It, it could have been Hangman that did that. It could have been Hangman that went off yeah. the rails and did that. I, I'd have to say the same thing. And I'm a Hangman fan. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah, and I like same. Yeah, yeah it, I, it's I feel, it's yeah. just about there's there's an approach, there's a time and a place for stuff. You know, and I guess people will call me a hypocrite, but oh, but it's okay for them to go after the reporters. Yeah, because reporters are right there. Yeah, they're they're in his face. These are the ones that are spreading the stuff. Yeah, and then so, it, yeah, it, 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 but he's, just, he's talking about people that aren't even in present. Yeah, 
You know what I mean? And I'll be honest, if he wanted to address the cult thing, I guess that that I feel like he should just stop there because I, feel, I can yeah, feel absolutely. it coming from a I'm so sick of these questions, so I'm just going to say it here and now. I'm going to say everything so, I got to yeah, say. Yeah, now. you know, so I can understand that. But it just, I don't know, it just snowballed clearly. But uh, moving on, man, I yeah, uh, yeah, just wanted bad. to update on some various ROH talents that we've been seeing appearing on uh, AW uh, TV lately. Uh, per Fightful Select, it's been reported that uh, Josh Woods, Bandito, Matt Taven, Mike Bennett, and Maria Kanellis have all been recently offered or signed to full-time deals with AW, while other names such as Cheeseburger, who I guess was, uh, I didn't realize he wrestled at AW Zero Hour uh, pre-show, and then Dalton Castle are still completely free agents, which what? is curious. Because obviously he's one third of the uh, ROH uh, six. Uh, was it? Six I was about to say that, yeah. Because I was gonna say I wonder if they're like, well, how many of those boys are gonna have to be signed with you? <laughs> yeah, yeah, dude. <laughs> you know what's crazy? When he went against Jericho, I really expected Sammy and Garcia to be two of the boys, like in disguise. Like I was like, oh, that could have worked, right? I was like, I was like, if there's anyone that could probably do this. You know, no, nah, Sammy. There were so no, many Sammy, you would have been able to see just probably because of his yeah. freaking his face and his hair. But <laughs> you see him put, <laughs> you put like <laughs> like Daniel Garcia. Always, just uh, put, <laughs> yeah, I'm one wow, of the man. boys. Yeah, man. Buffalo boys. <laughs> man, uh, all right. Two more things. Or uh, uh, Jim Ross, as you guys know, he um, yeah, he was diagnosed with skin cancer last October. Uh, he said he's going to be starting next week with some treatment. He says, I want to say a hyperbaric chamber or something like that, something along those mm. lines. Been going to it on Tuesday for my first test run and see if it's going to work. They think it's going to speed up the healing, and if it does, then I win. That's what I'm looking for, a couple of wins in this project. Yeah, bless his heart, man. Yeah, definitely. He says he's uh, making some progress and believes the treatments to heal his wound will continue for about a year. Um, and uh, says, mentioned difficulties that come with medicating and dressing the wound, but stating how happy and blessed he is because of currently how better th- he's better than where he was. So, Oh, absolutely. I mean, you know, so and that that, ladies and gentlemen, is it's called uh, being optimistic, looking at the brighter side of things, mm-hmm. having yeah. some perspective. Yeah. Looking um, at the barbecue half full. <laughs> like, you know it, it's uh, I, I really hope the best for him uh, in his recovery. Absolutely. Yeah. Um. Yeah, man. Uh, the, 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 when he uh, hyperbolic, I'm, I'm thinking. I don't know why. When you said that, I was thinking. I'm like, he's over here uh, rubbing shoulders with, with, with Daniel. Seeing like, yeah, you got to try this thing, Jim. <laughs> you feel like a new. You're gonna feel. Yeah. You're gonna feel like Jimmy Ross. <laughs> you're gonna feel like Jimmy Ross. How, how you feel about that, oh, huh? Man. James Ross. <laughs> you're gonna feel like James Ross. Nah, man. Rossi oh, J. No. <laughs> oh, there we go. But uh, one last uh, oh, my, my, uh, little nugget. FTR teasing one more run, it seems. Dax Harwood recently made a post I on did Instagram. See that. You think that's a you think they're you think that's a one more run? Or you, you think are you talking about for WWE? Uh people are wondering if it means for AEW because uh and if you guys you know, I don't want to read the whole thing, but basically they talk about, you know, their journey from 2014. You know, they had a lot of slides of, you know, past Different classics, you know, and, uh, feuds. Yeah. D- yeah. Even from from then to now, you know, you're talking uh, American DIY, Alpha, yeah, DIY, DIY. Uh, Authors of Pain. Yep. Um, is there another one? I'm uh, the Bucks. The Bucks. They, they New had, Day. I, I think uh, yeah. they might have had Kenny. Was it? Uh, well, Kenny I, Omega. Yeah. And Hangman. Our, they our never did Kenny come Hangman, up with a name, yeah, right? Yeah. yeah so. Uh, and then, of course, Aussie Open, and, yeah. and uh, you know, so, but, uh, yeah, you know, they basically said, thank you all for going on this journey with us. No one knows where the next few years will take us, but I can't wait for, and this is, that's like, the way it's, it's worded is capital O, capital L, capital R, one last run. You know, it's just top guys out, you know, and then, uh, but rumors 
obviously begin to uh, speculate because some people are thinking, does this mean they're going to split up? Well, other people think they might be entertaining a WWE return after reports came out, you know, that there was interest Look, in bringing them back. Th- this is all I'm going to – if I can't get mad at them, but there's not – there's no one that they can really, like, that I want to see them mix it up with. Uh, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, okay, Street Profits, that's one. And then what, the the Viking Raiders? Okay. I guess, I guess like, the Usos. Like, I mean, but now, they've, now but they've been point. there and done that. Yeah, but well, I, I think guess because the, of their oh, character ele- elevated. They, don't, they could know. do it without the uh, the Usi hot. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, it, it, it would be less comical and more competitive. I don't I don't think that, like, the thing is, I don't, you know what, they probably they probably feel like that they, they left with a bad legacy in WWE and probably want to go back and amend that. Maybe. And you got to realize, I mean, Triple H is a tag team enthusiast. Oh, no, but he loves you know those I mean? guys, too, yeah, 100%. Yeah, you know, so, so especially if he's at the helm, I can't see them. I, I, or, or have a proper uh, uh, feud with, like, the uh, Gallows and, and or the Good Oh, that, that'd be pretty good, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, never and all of a sudden they go, up there, they go over there with CM Punk. And then mm. all of a sudden, hey, AJ Styles is gonna have to bite his lip and and do a match with CM Punk, even though he fucking hates him. I mean, I have Seth no idea too. why. I know Seth has this weird. Well, thing I, where no, he, well, he he was being vo- be- he was being real vocal about how he felt about Seth at the time while he was doing the Fox show. That's why. Ah, okay. Like he would like on the show and tweeting at him, even though and then Seth would be trying to like trying to bait him in the match. He's like, I'm not here to fight you. I'm here to tell you what you're doing wrong. Mm. You know what I mean? That's why they have me on this show, type of thing. You know what I mean? <laughs> so like it was, I can't, yeah, man. I can't, yeah. I, 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 it's up like this. Roman, remember Roman had stuff that he had to say about Punk too. Ah, uh, that's that's right. Because I was wondering how FTR felt about you know. I feel like they're kind of the monkey in the middle with this whole CM Punk stuff. Yeah, and then wanting to like just beat the Bucks again. <laughs> yeah, I mean that, that's what sucks. Is like the only reason that didn't happen. I mean, well, I, I want to argue that it was the acclaim's organic popularity, mm. but. And Swerve in Our Glories uh, argue, you know, before that. But it's like, you, you I can't see. help but think like the Bucks are like, no, nah, we're cool. We don't want it. We're not, we're not ready to drop these. Because even the way they won them, you know what I mean? Like, it, it, it was like, yeah, who did they beat the windows again? I think they beat Swerve in Our Glory. Did or they? did Swerve in Our Glory beat them? Let me, let me check. I'm trying to figure out who, who did they lose the titles to initially? Was it uh, during their heel run? Was it um, FTR? Nah. In the heel? Well, not the first time. Let's see. Because remember, didn't they? Or no, no, I'm thinking about when FTR won them because uh, Adam or Hangman Page screwed them out of that match against uh, the Bucks. But that was uh, the tournament. July. Yeah, wait, I remember there was that three way. That's what it was. Oh, that's what it was. Uh, oh, it was oh, Swerve in Our Glory and Team Taz. So remember, it was supposed to be a three way with with the Hardys. Yeah, with the Hardys, yeah, but they, that's they ended right. Up just being, I think they won because the Hardys couldn't compete due to Jeff being out. Yeah, that's right. So that yeah, that's I remember there was something that happened where like, well, fuck it, we're just gonna fucking take the titles since these guys can't fucking keep clean. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's how it came off. You know what I mean? We're just some Christian boys st- staying away from doing a doing an alcohol and. <laughs> I forgot how they used to say. I'm trying to think who. Yeah, I don't know who they beat for the title, so I have to try to try to check that out. No, I'll but, check uh, that out. But, yeah, don't don't. Yeah, uh, no, but yeah, no, but it should be noted. FTR's deals with AW are reportedly extended for a one year option, but it allows them to become a free agent by next summer. Really? So, so get I mean, top guys stuff in now. I was about to say because there's a lot of teams I still want want them to. You know, mix it up with for sure. Yeah, I, mean, I think it's crazy. I don't that, like what they're doing with the guns, but I guess they're trying to give them a rub. I don't know. 
cause. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I yeah, I'm trying to figure out what's going on with that too as well. I'm, I mean, they keep saying, "Oh yeah, we want these straps," but like they keep trying to be a craw on FTR's side. So it's like, is it a slow build? Like I don't get it, you know. So by the way, but, I, but we got more on that. Later. I, um, what they were, I guess, what Melcher was saying with the Bodie Hayward thing is they said that they didn't like his work ethic. Ooh. They said that he was late for shows and didn't show up at shows or something like that. Damn, really? But that's the thing that's kind of crazy is when you think about the segment last week where he didn't show up because they said that uh, like they were looking for him in class. Oh, they beat Jurassic Express. That's who it was. Yeah, yeah it was Jurassic Express, the Hardy Boys, and and the Bucks and that triple threat, but it turned into a, 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 a two-on-two, right? Let me see. On dynamite, I think you might be right. I mean, I'm meaning that they're they were the third team yeah, in yeah, that triple yeah, threat. Yeah, 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 yeah I yeah. believe so. Yeah, it was a ladder match. Yeah, that's what I remember. Okay. Yeah, but um, yeah, the Bodie. Yeah, they did they did a segment where they they showed that he didn't show up for class. I heard about that. Yeah. And I'm like, now that I hear that they're saying, oh, he didn't show up for shows, I'm like, oh, was he gone then? And then you guys filmed that on purpose to be like. Typical Bodie. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, oh, uh, dirty. But, uh, yeah, is that it for the, for the, yeah, for the news, my dude? For the, the, the news whiz? <laughs> yeah, news whiz. Uh, news week. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's where I was going with it. But, uh, oh, gotcha. we're going to take a much needed break and then we're going to break into these reviews. Uh, pretty good shows going in, man. But we're going to yeah. get right through it. Be right back. Hey, yo, what's good? It's Quincy Jones, go, man. You already know what it is. It's that time of year, and you already know Storyline is back to blow your mind with their Halloween drop available now. Go and check it out, man. Several dope designs. We got the Papa Shango design. We got That's Gotta Be Kane. All that available and more in black and white tees. Also, black long sleeve tees. And additionally, they got the purple or the dark charcoal. I'm telling you right now, they got Dream Match Wrestling, that fantasy matchup series, The Undertaker versus Sting, also available in long tee, or... They got that Ministry of Darkness classic Undertaker, man. Again, available in the classic colors. All you got to do is check it out, storylinetees.com, and make sure you let them know Quincy Jones section, man, because we've been letting y'all skate for a while, and we've been looking out for you for a long time, man. So tap in, Storyline Tees, man. It's all good. Go. Welcome to the Quincy Jones Show, home of the tag team champions of the IE, Quincy Jones and Doc Lesnar. Yerp, yerp, yerp. We in this. Yerp. About to. Got to start this off right. All right, we're gonna get into NXT review. Um, how was it this week? Wasn't that bad. But uh, R.I.P. to take off. I will say that. (sighs) Yeah, let's let's talk about that off. Yeah, it's not. It's a. It's a lot. But yeah, R.I.P. to take off. Protect your loved ones. Be safe. Move, move, uh, move smartly. But let's get into NXT. Yeah. Mm. Starting off with a Braun Breaker promo. Uh, he attempts to address the crowd about his Halloween Havoc win before uh, Pretty Deadly come out. Yeah, to boy. Interrupt. Yeah, boy. Uh, saying that they're tired of Breaker coming out and doing the same promo every time he narrowly escapes and manages to retain the title. Uh, Pretty Deadly uh, argue their title defense was bigger. 
pause. And then he just defended his title for the millionth time and say that they uh, they want their own pomp and circumstance, so to speak. Mm-hmm. They want their own moment in the sun to bask in their success. Uh, one of them said bask in their glory before quickly changing to mm-hmm. <laughs> to, to success. Uh, West, <laughs> what, you know, he's like, well, we still own it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, 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 I don't know what they do. Wes Lee then comes up and inter- uh, interrupts because he's tired of hearing from these two, but then he says maybe uh, him and Breaker are actually reacting too harsh. And, uh, you know, Breaker starts thinking, you know what, maybe I am going a little overboard with these guys. And for some reason, they, they start complimenting, like, their hair, talking about they have beautiful hair. Okay. I mean, Wes was really selling it. You know, he was uh, the one uh, really commenting. Uh, yeah, that, that's all I can imagine. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Breaker agrees. Yeah, yeah, you know what they do have great hair, angel like. <laughs> Breaker calms down and says, "You know what? Maybe Wes is right. I'll step back and give you guys a spotlight." Wes says he'll even give him a proper introduction, to which he introduces them as the, uh, you know, the tag champs, but also the two tastiest snacks in NXT. I was like, "What is going on right now?" Okay. Yeah. You know, <laughs> I was like waiting for. Uh... Where, where is this going? <laughs> Please tell me. Don't tell me that's where it ended. No, no. And then to their, their, uh, their delight, they hit a. Side plate check, boosh, 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 boosh. I, I told myself I would hit it. No, nice. nice. Yeah, they, they, they always You did. did that. You did that. I really wish Tyler Breeze would just come through and just be the centerpiece. Yeah. Uh, no, I said be their centerpiece. Okay. Breaker warns them, though, you know, you know, uh, once you start, you know, the, when you usually start the show, you got to be aware because usually there's a pattern that happens that when you start talking, people usually come out and interrupt you. And then Wes adds like, yeah, and usually it's like if you're holding a title, it's usually uh, like a challenge for your title. And then they're like, oh, you know what? What? Who, who wants to come out here and, and challenge us for our titles then? You know, and they're just like all looking like toward the the, the ramp, asking who are going to be the ones to go, to go up. Mm. And then like, uh, then they're like, oh, um, actually it's us. So there's a match that's set up <laughs> pretty much. It's champions versus champions. But for the tag championships. Oh, really? Yeah. Which I was like, well, how come only their titles are on the line? That's, that's just weird. I mean. They've had literally no interaction prior, so it's like, I'm sure those guys are going to win the tag titles. How will they coexist? No, it wasn't like that at all. Oh, okay. They were like, basically how Wes set it up was like, you know, I kind of miss holding the NXT tag titles, and, you know, Braun's never had them, hmm. but, you know, his, oh, okay. you know, and then the commentary played up, that would be pretty sweet, huh, Book? I mean, his family, uh, you know, the being the Steiners, having some... uh. Some tag championship, and, and, and then, of course, man, imagine the Harlem Heat versus the Steiner Brothers. That was a tag match, brother. I was like, this ain't about you, bro. Let me tell you how I could put myself over Chuck and Ducky. Ducky. Quack, quack. Man, he, he's, did I tell you he's doing the top five again? Oh, that's good. Yeah. That, that was one of the things I do like. That yeah, did. yeah. Melo's on it. He's number one okay. all, all day. <laughs> Clearly. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then just when they were like, oh, this can't get any worse, our truth music hits, and then... Uh, but he's he's coming down for his match against Grayson Walder, which unfortunately this match was stopped. Yeah, I'm sure the footage uh, went out there. This eerily reminded me of uh, when it was a, who was it? Him and Miz. It was the yeah. same spot where he yeah. he, he, like he didn't catch him thing. too, right? Yeah. yeah. Well, but it looked like I don't know if he just hooked the rope wrong or I don't know what happened. It was he because well, he did I, get the flip, but I don't. It looked like it, it was a leg injury. So I don't know if yeah, it happened so, when he went. When he jumps, so what I noticed is, you know, he does the he jumps up and does the big split before he goes for the for the dive too, yeah, right? Yeah. Oh, but I okay. noticed he didn't win, so he didn't sell nothing, you know. Mm-hmm. It's like clockwork. He goes out, 
to me, the only thing I really saw is that Waller was kind of out of position to catch him, mm-hmm. and on on the fall down, right? Yeah, uh, and it, it looked like he fell directly on like the the side of his left knee. Yeah, I, did I could see be that. wrong. You know, he could have just been trying to sell it, but. He needed help walking out. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say the report I, I read said it uh, it looked like it was stopped due to a leg injury. So I don't know I if like that's probably, what they're going with, or if that's he if probably it, popped his knee out of place, or oof. maybe it popped in and popped out, and he was like, "Oh no, I can't do nothing." Yeah. This. I mean, because I mean, not, not to take anything away from Truth ever, because yeah, the no. way he looks, like he looks almost the same. He only looks like he's five years older than when he first was K Quick. <laughs> to be honest, right? He 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 looked like he, like you dragged and dropped him from. A TNA days almost like you know what I mean like, like but but even then he only looks like a couple years older than than those early like he mm. he you know what I mean he don't look like yeah. it, but he is older so I, I, wonder, I need to know his skin routine man that dude he, he <laughs> stays smiling and glistening he, he, man I bet he got the fountain youth in his closet boy my bad <laughs> you know what I'm saying I didn't mean to not share it with the world. I did see that segment you're talking about with the Halloween Havoc. It was it. I mean it's lengthy but it's like oh okay this is yeah, pretty yeah. funny. Oh, I like that. <laughs> that like, makes sense. Bro, that dude, dude. And then he, I mean, you know, Apollo's nice, dog. <laughs> like, yo, this dude's so silly, dog. Oh, um, but yeah, unfortunately, he wasn't able to, to finish the match. So, yeah. But uh, next we get, this is probably the longest thing, but, you know, it's right, rightly so. Yeah. Schism sit down interview with Vic Joseph. Schism. Obviously, you know, made waves with uh, Ava Rain. Yep. Um, no pun intended with the water. Yeah, that was just whatever. Mm-hmm. Anyways, Waves. this is not a tsunami. Anyway, made a splash. Hurricane. <laughs> He's like, made a splash. Uh, Vic Joseph sits down with Schism and says that, uh, you know, he was there when Avery Rain had her, you know, when she came in her first day of training in the PC and sa- says that he definitely doesn't know, uh, didn't know it was her under- underneath the hood and that even people who have known her longer than he has are wondering the same question as he is and that's why. Why join Schism? Ava says that she's been in WWE her whole life and that no one has ever taken the time to get to know her and says that this family took the time to see her real uh, to see the real her. She details how when she suffered a devastating injury that uh, resulted in surgery that uh, the one person that hit her up immediately was this new guy, Joe Gacy. I didn't hear from all these so-called people that had, you know, have known me for years uh, that, that you alluded to earlier, you know, pretty much just like putting Vic on the spot. Mm hmm. Then takes umbrage with Vic only asking her why she joined Schism mm-hmm. and not asking Jagger Reed or Rip Fowler and claims that Vic isn't listening to her and only making assumptions on what he thinks he knows. Mm-hmm. Uncomfortably, Vic moves to ask a group question as he assumes Gacy must be happy with them getting this bigger global platform now as a result of you know the social media being on fire with Ava Rain debuting, you know? Yeah, of course. Debuting, you know? Uh, to which Gacy is angered by uh, what he thinks is, you know, he's inferring, you know, as far as like, like they're kind of taking advantage of her and, mm-hmm. you know, the, the yeah. exposure and stuff. Um, but yeah, basically says that, you know, yeah, sure, Ava does something for their cause, but that everyone her whole life has asked her for something that they either don't deserve or didn't earn. And that she's in schism because they accept her for who she truly is. And that's why she chose them. As opposed to them choosing mm. her, you know what I mean. Mm. Uh, Rip Fowler says that the more eyes on us than ever before, we have 
face heightened ridicule from the NXT locker room. They compare us to other groups past and present, but says uh, he says those groups can never dream of having the, the togetherness that we have in Schism and says that we want to offer uh, Vic one of their smiley face pins, but they never actually get back to that because mm. um, he starts looking all like he's going to pee himself. Mm, of course. I'm like, bro, you just got married. Your wife on the same show. Come on, man. Watch you slacking. Book up. And you got Booker, he going to be on you, you all bet. night about that you shit. You better man up. <laughs> I know you ain't piss on me, dog. <laughs> no, dog. Tell me you did not <laughs> Tell just do me. that. Are you serious? Uh, uh, <laughs> Re chimes in saying the lack of acceptance is why we are who we are. Uh, when you take off your mask and reveal your true self, it's too harsh for people, but it's welcome within the schism and they aren't responsible for your unfavorable a- uh, reactions. Vic then asked one last question regarding a tweet that Cameron Grimes sent alleging that Schism had brainwashed Ava Rain. Ava angrily responds saying that she saw what Cameron Grimes could never see and that's that uh, together with Schism, they would achieve more than she could ever uh, achieve as an individual. Mm. Says that you don't get to reject the Schism and walk away and that they are committed to making an example of Cameron Grimes and they are going to follow through on that commitment next week when Grimes faces Joe Gacy for the final time. Okay. Yeah. Well, so, all right. And you know, I, I will say, sidebar, she did great. I was going to say, it sounds pretty good. Yeah, she was very confident in what she was doing. Mm. I couldn't tell you how many takes she took, but. The rain says. The, the, oh, God damn it. Had to get it out now. Yeah, you might as well. <laughs> Let it be known that the, the thoughts of Doc Lesnar do not reflect. <laughs> <laughs> Those I thought it was great, doing. honey. I thought it was great. <laughs> uh, we get Tia Hale. Of uh, is it Thea? Thea Hale. Mm-hmm. It's hard saying that with these teeth, man. Thea Hale. Um, versus Kiana James. That's her of uh, Chase U. If you're familiar. Oh, okay. Um, uh, pre-match segment with Andre Chase. Uh, he's pep talking Thea in the back. She's like running in place and getting herself pumped. But then when Andre asks how she feels, she like stops completely and just says, "Mr. Chase, something just doesn't feel right." As the camera pans to the left and we see the the lone Chase U rally flag without Bodie. Mm-hmm. As uh, you know, obviously we're talking about him being uh, re- released earlier, which just another sidebar. Hated that Booker on commentary during the match says, oh, "I guess that other kid got a scholarship yanked." I, I heard. I was like, I "Man, heard, fuck yeah. off, bro! You don't need to be saying that." Like, I mean, but but then again, if he was fucking around, <laughs> I could see him being like, "You know what? <laughs> fuck this kid. <laughs> you don't take this serious." Yeah, let me. Be- I mean, especially you know how angry he got with the Bucks over. Uh, Feeling yeah, like they yeah. didn't respect the, him or handshake and all that, you know that hot old. dog and mm-hmm. oh, I'm sorry, my bad. No, Lizzie, no. Out of nowhere, Duke Hudson blasts through some sheet paper like an off, uh, NFL offensive line running ripping through a banner Dope. coming out the tunnel. Dope. Uh, with this, the most energy and optimism I've ever seen from his his character ever, uh, as he <laughs> proudly exclaims that he will be the flag bearer for a match, and they all just march off screen. Also, Kiana James, who has the business gimmick, uh, she was seen handing an envelope to her assistant. I guess she has an assistant now before the match. Oh, okay. Um, well, well, on her way to the match. Uh, anyways, overall, this was like a six-minute match with uh, Hale definitely showing some improvement in her ring game, uh, but still showing her age and learning on the job in, uh, in um, you know, super uh, some instances. You know what I mean? Yeah, but, gotcha. Okay. Uh, Kiana gets the win after hitting her move that she calls the 401K. Um, this is <laughs> So this hard. is what I got to say. It's... It's an inverted sling blade, right? But oh, okay. instead of d- coming around, a full, making the full rotation into like a three sixty bulldog, mm-hmm. she just whips around and hits uh, 
a, a, a flatliner instead. Oh, whoa. Yeah. That's so, like a full rotation. Yeah. So so she faces like their back and she runs and like kind of whips her body around. And then when she whips Damn. around, she catches her into a flatliner. What the fuck? Like, like it's honestly simpler. It, it, it's almost like a tilted world flatliner, but it kind of got to do it from 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 like behind. It, yeah, like. it's a yeah, it's a running. Like she she kind of like hooks her arm, like she swings from her arm to get to the other. You know what I, I mean? I think what's her name used to do that move uh, on the indies as a uh, Heidi Loveless uh, Ruby. Nope, I haven't seen it. Uh, <laughs> no, yeah, yeah, I have no, no idea. Hey, you know what? You're right. <laughs> nope, I don't know who this Loveless character is. L- Love lights. Like, <laughs> you're like. Tyler Black, what? <laughs> that was, uh, but yeah, uh, she gets the pin, but Hudson grabs Tia's foot and puts on the rope to stop the 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 win. And the ref sees it, and then it's like right in front of Andre, and you know the ref admonishes him for it, which Andre tells the the ref he got he you know I I got this, and he scolds Hudson for it for cheating. He's like, we don't do this, we don't do that here at Chase U. Now get your ass to the back and think about what you did. And you see him trying to, like, get mad, but then he, like, has his body language. Like, he's, like, he didn't think what he did was wrong, but, you know, he thought he was, like, helping, but he understands, like, you know what I mean? And, like, reluctantly walks to the back. I'm like, oh. Really? Yeah. Oh, wow. I was like, yo, what is this? Is this going to, like, the, are they uh, really recruiting this dude? <laughs> I, I don't know. It was, it, it kind of made me think that they were really trying to, uh, maybe, a, 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 what they call it, a slow burn into the turn or something? I don't know. Okay, I got you. However, uh. You know, Kiana just hits her move again. It's time for the win. Um, okay. And then even Booker's like, well, "Look what you put your your person like." He's like, talk, he's he's basically just just questioning the credibility of this campus the entire the entire match. Like, <laughs> like Vic Joseph's like, you should really uh, uh, go to go out to the campus, book. You know, check out the cafeteria, look at the halls. What what cafeteria, Vic Joe? <laughs> what are you talking about, man? Is why, why is he burying? <laughs> he's, it? Yeah, he's uh, so he's, just, he's the worst to have. Yeah, like, uh, Post match, Andre uh, was was helping Tia get to her feet when he's attacked by Charlie Dempsey, who, if you remember, was someone Chase brought in a few months ago to help teach the students, but he got too rough. Mm. Never invited him back. Wow. Uh, Dempsey starts to choke Chase out, then Hudson comes back out and makes the save to run Dempsey off. By the way. I meant to tell you that he's wearing a Chase U cutoff uh, the entire time, du- uh, Duke Hudson. That's, that's awesome. Yeah, so he, he was, he was is, uniform. Uh, Regal's boy, right? Yeah, he is. I heard he was uh, – He they might give him a name change. Mm. It's just crazy. So, but they did, they did call him Charles Dempsey? Yeah. No, that, oh, okay. that, that, no, that Yeah, Charles Dempsey is the name that they gave him in the – Okay. Yeah, when he – when they, they changed his name to Charles okay. Dempsey. Okay, I I, yeah, I read a report maybe a month ago that said that he might be getting repackaged as a different name. but Because uh, mm. I like Charles Dempsey, to be honest with you. I name? mean, I, I was wondering where he was at with this whole UK uh, expansion or, like, integration. Yeah, I was like, whoa, mm-hmm. where's that? Anyways, he, uh, he actually helps Chase back to his feet and even extends a hand to Tia to help her back to her feet as well. Hudson moving his eyebrows up and down, like, you know, like, like you yeah. know, Mm-hmm. You know, dude, kind of selling like, huh, 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 huh. See, I'm a nice guy. Yeah, huh? yeah, yeah. You're like, man, you like that, huh? You're still a dick. <laughs> like, yeah, you know, like, like, so when are you gonna start being a dick again? You know what I mean? Like, yeah, we, like yeah. we know something's going on. And then post post match, we see Jensen and Briggs with Fallon Henley in the back getting interviewed about the main event tag team championship match. Um, when we see Kiana James assistant uh, with that envelope come and hand the envelope to Fallon as she like pulls the the papers you know out of the envelope and starts to read what's inside, not out loud though. And she's like, oh, I think y'all need to read this. And then, of course, you see Jensen and Brooks, like, reacting, like, what? 
And then it just goes to the next. I'm like, oh, so you guys aren't even going to fucking say what it is? I was like, usually you guys read everything oh, out loud. I thought I was going to say, you've been accepted to chase you. And, and you know, she applied without telling them. That's what I thought. Oh, that would have been kind of, that, that's pretty. But then, and then I thought, oh, maybe they all got in. You know, Chase, yeah. you could use some expansion. You know what I mean? <laughs> and then it's like, you know, you know, get some athlete scholarships in there. You know, those guys are big. <laughs> but yes, I mean? but why but would then you, it's like, why, oh, it's bad news? Damn. Yeah, yeah, but why would you do that for Kiana? On behalf of Kiana. I don't know. Like, <laughs> I'm trying to. I'm trying. Like, to you guys, speedballing me. You guys are a bunch of hicks and need to get educated. Some <laughs> right, some stupid shit like that. Maybe we're here know. for you. <laughs> what was that? I mean, is that her or is that? No, that was Chase. That was Chase. Okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, I guess so. Uh, Odyssey Jones, who was uh, out ten months ago with a ruptured patella, mm-hmm. uh, wins his return match against Big Body Javi Bernal. <laughs> Uh, very, via his uh, variation of the boss man slam, which if you know Big Body Javi, if you look at him, uh-huh. he is just a Spanish-looking Kyle O'Reilly. Where? And he almost has the same kind of like he like the way he looks, and he looks and he has That's the same so kind of voice. Like it's like it's, it's funny. I don't know. It's, it, it, when I, I was like, who's he reminding me? I'm like, he reminds me of Kyle. Holy shit! I was like, <laughs> he just he just has different color hair. I was like, I gotta check this out. <laughs> He's like, I, I'm, I'm gonna look into it. Yeah. Uh, this is the next longest fucking thing right here. The one year anniversary celebration mm-hmm. for Mandy for being champ for a year. Which is crazy because it doesn't feel like it's been a year. Uh, Toxic Attractions say that Mandy is uh, the official measuring stick of the NXT women's division. And they talk about how she's uh, gone from beating legends and beating underdogs or being underdogs and unifying championships. Um, they play a video package commemorating her uh, 371 days. As NXT Women's Champion, uh, Mandy Rose talks about being, uh, from that she makes, she cuts a promo saying that she was only looked at as a peach, a Barbie doll, a centerfold blonde made in a lab, and that she was only eye candy to the fans. But it says, like, you know, photos, but, but not bad for eye candy, right? Referencing, you know, her accomplishments and says that she's the one who made the decision to come to NXT and rebuild herself and says it's the greatest decision she made in her entire life. Says the numbers don't lie, merch sales don't lie, but the fans still didn't think she could hold this title because it's supposed to represent the best, uh, some of the best women's wrestlers in the world. But says that she's proven that she is that for the last year. So I was like, man, this is a pretty good promo. Uh, says she's given every woman on the roster a shot at her title, and she stepped on every one of them to get to the top while wearing her red bottoms and making it look good. Oh, okay. Says she's uh, reached her throne and that no one can throw her out of it, and that they, if uh, anyone has anything else to say about that, they know where to find her. Until a smoke pyro goes off a little early while she's cutting that promo and Alpha Fire hits the ring to take out everybody, including Gigi Dolan with a gory bomb through the table, uh, or there was a table set up, uh, says that she was going to take out JC next week and then take Mandy's title in two weeks, uh, to be honest, to a real lackluster crowd who are, like me, just tired of seeing Alba booked in his feud for reals. Like, I mean, nothing against her. It's like we've seen... Y'all. This match over and over. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like it's kind of like the Charlotte thing. I mean, they do that a lot. Where you know, I know they want to build like these long rivalries, but sometimes they're like, this long. is not worth it because there's nothing. There's nothing to invest in. It's yeah. just her like being able to take out these three women because she's just this woman of fire. And I get it, but I'm like, yo, like, but what's the what? What just because someone has to be the one to stop her? I get okay, but what what's your beef with her? Yeah. No, I get you. You took Just her hostage. I, yeah. You know what I'm saying? You, you had a haunted house and you joint. Still with didn't her. Win it. Yeah, mm. but she lost the haunted house joint too. You know what I mean? So I'm like, come on. Like, and the haunted house was your idea and you lost your own match. I hate when that happens. You know, so I don't know. <clears throat> uh interesting uh Paula Cruz at backstage interview. <clears throat> Mackenzie 
asked Apollo how he feels about the main event uh, because last week he had uh, made a statement about possibly focusing his sights on Braun Breaker now that he's moved on uh, from uh, Grayson Waller. Uh, But says that uh, maybe Breaker doesn't want this match because uh, he says he knows he's a a matchup problem, is what he called himself, Mm. for anyone on on the roster, and he made it clear when he first got to NXT, when he marched to the ring and looked him in his eyes and told him that he was going to come for that one day. But says that Braun hasn't spoken his name once since then. Mm. And I was like, hmm, facts. Yeah. <laughs> facts. Yeah. Says that he knows that he's the champ and that he's supposed to be chasing him, but thought that with Breaker having this reputation for being a fighting champion, he didn't have to put his running shoes on. Ooh. Who's, who's Ghost riding for Cruz? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, he seemed real, real comfortable. Yeah, but, hmm. I don't know. What was the old adage? We uh, the juice <laughs> is loose. No, I know the, the, ju- the juice. The juice stands is open. Oh, the juice stands is wide open. Oh, yeah, bro. yeah, that's kind of okay. But check, he's interrupted by Von Wagner. Sick. <laughs> and said, "No, but this, this is why I'm happy about it because this is back to what I was saying. I was like, if he doesn't win, I feel like he's going to be. Remember, we we had that whole conversation of who would take the title off Braun, and I said yeah, it would yeah. probably be him. Yeah. Um. But he interrupts. Lying. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, says that uh, Apollo may be a matchup problem, but I'm a straight-up problem, period. Yeah. <laughs> you don't know me. Uh, that, that, that's oh that's, that's gosh, the other problem. Dude. Ah. Warns him not to go chasing after Braun and says that he knows he can see in the future and that him being <clears> the new uh, NXT champion is that feature before walking off. Uh, worth noting is before this segment, there was a throwaway segment with Wes and Braun, you know, kumbaya-ing together in the in the locker room before their match. Mm. Uh, when Robert Stone interrupted them and basically tells Braun that he should be worried about defending his title instead of trying to double up titles, uh, alleging that Braun is ducking Wagner and has been uh, because he's bigger and a stronger threat than he is, and pretty much puts him on notice that he, he's gunning for him. You know, mm, okay. so. Not a real throwaway, but like nothing to really report on because I thought I figured he was just going to show up in in the in the main event or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, Foreshadowing. Yeah. Well, yeah, but but you didn't see him. That's why I said that mm. you just saw Robert Stone. But then when he ended up showing up, you know, during this interview, I was like, oh, this is kind of crazy how they're doing these uh, cross weaving of, yeah. of webs and yep. yeah, all mm. that. Um, we got another uh, rhyme from Scripps. You know, Scripps. <laughs> Uh, oh, you don't remember Scripps? I the, the the one who had the the whole nine one one call aesthetic last week with the oh, audio. Oh, yeah, and yeah. the ripping the rhymes, you know, yeah, yeah, the the, yeah. Poet, oh, the poetical. Uh, Do we know lyricals? No, I have no idea. Oh, okay. Uh, but same aesthetic, like I said, audio playing while the tr- uh, the actual transcript is on the screen. Uh, this time it's footage uh, playing of a, a figure dressed in all black, shown looking through one of the windows of the PC, but then starts to spray paint the name Scripps on the on the wall next to it in red paint. Before spraying the lens. But you want to hear the rhyme? Of course you do. Here it goes. But I, I was going to say, I don't know if the person reading the rhyme, because it's distorted voice, is going to be the person that's revealed. Mm. Because there's a certain thing that they say where I'm like, oh, this person's black. Okay. It's just the way that they it's said the something. The inflection in their voice. Yeah, yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And so, so stuff you can't hide with yeah, distortion. Yeah, it's yeah just, especially when distortion it almost exposes it more a little bit. Yeah. You're right. I didn't even think about it like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, you can screen my calls. But you cannot screen my fury. One by one, you all shall fall. So just let it happen as it's written on the walls. Bars. Coming to NXT almost feels like home. Because inside those ropes, the canvas will be the place how I express how I feel in my bones. I will leave my mark and warn you, you are all 
on my imminent start. Bada boom, daddy o. <laughs> you dig on the on the cool tip, because I'm cool like that. Oh man, you <laughs> yeah, me some slam poetry. That was it. Oh, yeah. yeah nice. Um, continuing her win streak, uh, worth noting, Indy Hartwell uh, defeated Zoe Stark via yeah, big up. boot and the big forearm to the back of the head in a banger. Okay, big um, big win. Yeah, I mean they had this thing where like it just it's a bunch of uh, no name, probably extras in the back of the locker room with Indy talking to him and then like Zoe Stark and Nikita walked in and Zoe Stark is so pouting from last week and she's like what's your problem Zoe I'm like yo she just came in and put her bag down and mm-hmm. like, like I got beat up by Alexia Lopez you don't see me cr- crying about it I was like yeah but you, sh- you really should though <laughs> like in my head I'm like you ain't say you just letting it slide that's what you basically yeah, said that's horrible so that that led to this match that's but worse. <laughs> honestly this is a smart book match never thought about these two being uh you know facing each other but honestly Really complimented each other really well, both showing their in-ring prowess and experience from the the selling to the storytelling. Really a good match overall. Uh, not too sure where they go from here with Lions and Stark set to face Caden and Katana in a rematch for the tag titles, but uh, there was this weird quote-unquote technical difficulty that happened where the lights went out for like literally a split second, like or they went low. They 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 the, the lights went down low, and like you know that multicolor stripe thing that usually signifies like an error or whatever. Yeah, was like on the LEDs for again like literally the the, the quick split second. And then everything went back to normal. So the thing is, it, it happened during the Mandy Rose segment, but I just thought it was like part of like the presentation because like the lights went down when they were watching the oh, video okay. package, so, right? Yeah, so it seemed just normal. <clears throat> yeah, because like during the video package, they, they 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 brought down the lights. So I thought it was just that. But then when it happened again in this match, like Vic made it a point to apologize for it. I'm like, okay, this has to be maybe you know, related to something. Yeah. You know, so. That's interesting. Uh, from there, we got a Dijakovic vignette again. Question mark, question mark. I'm, maybe it's scripts. <laughs> I was thinking, I was like, maybe it's Dijakovic saying, I still get retribution. <laughs> I am that hacker. Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha. Is he, well, did the guy look tall? Who? Scripts. You can't really tell because it's like a, a mounted camera from an angle. Ah, okay, gotcha. Yeah, you can't even <clears throat> tell. You don't even know if it's a girl. It could be a girl. It Damn. could. You're right. You know, you're right. I've been fooled before. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're, we don't talk about that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, Dijakovic vignette. Uh, <laughs> he got, he got it. He got it. We see an old tape uh, recorder and a hand pressing the record button as we hear the words, "My eyes are no longer shielded. My business is unfinished. A new order of high justice is upon NXT. It is not about anger or frustration. It's about authority. My authority." This yeah! is who? This is Dijakovic. Oh, okay. Allegedly. Hmm. Okay. We know it's T-Bar's mask. For sure. Oh, okay. Uh, I miss that. Valentina. That song, dude. Oh, I forgot about that. Uh, that's what you see. For me I mean, the one before that, too, for, was for hidden. Me, like, for me, it's about uh, JD or Jenny McDonough's. Yeah, yeah. It's, Dernish. Dernish. <laughs> Dernish. it's like, oh, shit, who's coming? Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> Valentina Feroz, uh versus Cora Jade. Uh, pre-match, Valentina addresses Sanga, telling him that you know, she, you know, I don't know what's going on, uh, but you know, I know no, to me nothing's changed. But you know, she asks if she could depend on him to be uh, in her corner for for a match. To which he's about to answer, and you see Veer walk over, and uh, <laughs> it says like cock lock. Unfortunately, I will not be there. But I assure you, you are a strong woman. <laughs> 
uh, you know, she tells him, she, I understand. She just says, I understand. Then Wendy Chu is just like mysteriously in the back the whole time for whatever reason. Not sleeping, creeping. I couldn't really care about it, but unfortunately I'm forced to because after Cora Jade pretty much squashes for Royce and wins with a double arm DDT. She tries for a post-match, uh, post-match attack with the kendo, but Wendy Chu runs down for the save. I'm, I'm over it. Okay. <laughs> well, you sound like a, a, a bitch. You sound like fucking, uh, <laughs> what's his name? Otis. Okay. Okay. So I found out NXT Deadline is not a show. Hmm. It's a premiere live event. Last one of the year, December 10th. Ooh. Yeah. Okay. So you're, let's hear it. Run it back. I stand corrected. <laughs> One for Quincy. Media sources here at the Quincy Jones Show podcast and Enterprise. So, so the uh, this is gonna be the last little bit of notes here. Mm-hmm. We can get into that dynamite really soon. Dynamite. I know, I know you're, you're chomping at the bit. I got, I got you, huh? Say hello to your mother for me, huh? Mm-hmm. Uh, interesting backstage uh, interaction between Electra Lopez, Tony D, and Stax. Uh, she just like out of nowhere walks into frame while they were discussing business. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like literally just like uh she just like just literally walks in and flips her hair at them and he's like rhetorically as like Tony just like, Oh, so you finally decided to go out on your own, huh? And she's just like, You're damn right, and it feels good to be my own boss. And if you thought I was dangerous before, watch how dangerous I am now. And just walks off. I'm like, What the fuck was that? Like not not her, but why did they have her just jump in like hurricane jumping on 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 the scene of a crime? I would have just and just walk off. Like I would have preferred her like trying to come back to the family. Well, it seemed like that because you know he he had said you know when she answered being my own boss, he's like yeah you know you know I kind of have experience doing that myself. And then like after she walks off, Stax is like laughing like, can you believe her? You really think she's she's dangerous now? And he's like, you know what, I do. I really do. And I'm mm. like, oh, so maybe they're going to, you know, give her, at least give her something to do. Yeah, yeah, definitely. You know? They said that she was doing good at the docks. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows what she was doing. At uh, the but I uh, got the matches for next week. For some reason, uh, you know, like I said, they were discussing business. Stax is facing Hank Walker. Yes, the security guard turned <laughs> the wrestler. I don't know oh, why they what? decided on that. Okay. Uh, Joe Gacy versus Cameron Grimes. We were talking about that, the final match. Uh, Brutus Creed finally gets his five-minute challenge with Damon Kemp. And it's uh, the big, uh, they said it's the main event, the tag, uh, women's tag team title match, Caden uh, and Katana defending against Starks and Lions. Uh, but we got the, the main event. Um, you know how I'm going to do this. <laughs> it's uh, uh, NXT champion, Braun Breaker, teaming up with NXT North American champion, Wesley, which they kept calling him Wesley, Wesley, two belts. I was like, that's kind of cool. Oh, oh, okay. Uh, versus uh, the tag team champions and Pretty Deadly. Pretty deadly retained as we knew they would, <laughs> but uh, you know, great main event for the TV. I give Sean kudos on booking uh, that one, but uh, you know, they win with their own uh, production. Oh, 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 that's what I said. They win when their own production crew betray them. <laughs> Wesley hits a super kick on Kit Wilson to, to set up a diving attack, but then the camera view pans wildly to this wild ass view looking towards the entrance ramp as if someone was supposed to run down next thing we know we see it pans to a different camera view with carmelo hayes already in frame (laughs) so just to clarify they messed up their own film positioning while also blowing their own finish for the viewers Ah, that's but he jumps on it but those there saw what happened but yeah 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 Okay. But he, he jumps on the apron, pushes Wes off the top rope. You know, the ref doesn't see it. He gets rolled up by Kit Wilson for the win. Uh, post-match, though, Wes hits a huge Topeka and Hilo on, Will, uh, on uh, Mello 
as a two brawl uh, up and down the ramp, like to to leave, and then it leaves Breaker alone in the ring, obviously for an attack by Von Wagner from behind, laying him out with a big boot. Uh, while NXT put yet another hat on a hat by panning to another camera view, uh, but it was interesting, so I'll give him this. It shows Apollo watching on while rubbing his hands Birdman style, <laughs> then is approached by another spectator in J.D. McDonough, who tells him that, quote, you know that vision of yours of being the man around here? Yeah, it's going to be pretty difficult to keep with a detached retina. I'll see you around. And Ooh. walks off. And I was like, oh, okay. And I really like that because it, it just continues to sell McDonough's like, unhealthy obsession with the dethroning Braun Breaker. Yeah. So... And, yeah. and, and wanting to be the one to do that. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. And kind of trying to take out anyone else that may be trying to. Yeah, a threat. To any other shark trying to get on that yeah, prey. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But yeah, that was it, man. So like I said, like, you know, pretty good show. Uh, they weaved a lot of different things together, which made for interesting TV and other possibilities. But yeah, man. No That's doubt, pretty no much doubt. it. Well, I guess it's my time to. You're up to bat. Bring the boom. Yeah, AW Dynamite. We start off Darby Allen taking on Jay Lethal. Uh, Matt starts off as a brawl as Darby interrupts Lethal mid entrance to bring the fight to him right there on the ramp. Uh, for Allen, but these are the spots. He jumps off the timekeeper's table and hits a diving tackle during the brawl. Hits a running crossbody so hard that Lethal buckles against the ropes while Darby lands on the floor. Hits a springboard coffin splash. Counters hail to the king. Elbow drop with a crucifix pin for two and counters yeah, Lethal it, injection. It, it, the way that they, they did it. It didn't get. It wasn't telegraphic. Or, yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, I thought so too. And then counters the lethal injection with a mid-air rear naked choke. While lethal's spots include targeting uh, Darby's ribs early on. Satnam and Sanjay actually make their way to ringside at some point before monkey flipping Darby ribs first into the still steps. Uh, at one point, he positions Darby under a guardrail and applies a figure four leg lock on the floor. Snap German suplex on the apron. Still step assisted gut buster during picture in picture, uh, and uh, as well as a rebound uh, flapjack that pops Darby up so high. He he lands on the top of his head. I don't know if you saw that. Uh, and then he hits an OG lethal injection, which is from that, you know, the reverse DDT. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, I thought that was dope. But uh, we see uh, Darby hit the standing diamond dust and goes for the coffin drop, and lethal takes the powder. He exchanges words with Satinum before going for that pinball suicida before literally deflecting off his chest like a Bro, pinball, causing that shit was zero insane. damage. Bro, I think the last time that happened was when he hit Billy Gunn with it, but Billy still sold it. <laughs> you know what I mean? He just was like, Oh, you're just a whole hunk of man. Like, like it's going to take a little, probably two of them. <laughs> exactly. Uh, Ref is busy ejecting uh, Satnam and Sanjay from uh, ringside as we see a hooded figure wearing a sting hoodie, uh, mask, and jacket attack Darby from behind with a bat on the floor, then rolls sting! him back into the ring for Lethal to hit the Lethal injection for the win. Post match, Satnam and Sanjay join Lethal and Fake Sting in the ring for a group hug, <laughs> and then reveal Cole Carter as the hooded figure before Sting's music hits as Darby awaits Sting's Calvary. Jeff. Jarrett slides into the ring behind him and smashes Looking his head with the guitar. Fit as fuck. Yeah, I will say. Excalibur notes Jeff's long history with both uh, Sanjay and Lethal as Jarrett grabs a mic and tells Darby he just got a lesson from the last outlaw. Says, uh, whatever Darby worships will always be his weakness. In this case, that's Sting. And then sends a message to the AW roster, commentary team, production team, and the insane, rabid, delusional fan base. Talks about three generations of Jarrett's making an impact for over 75 years. He's a two time Hall of Famer, 12 time world champion. <clears throat> You booked yourself to do that. Uh, Jarrett's family <laughs> made an impact. Yeah, right. Exactly. Uh, how is uh, Jarrett family's uh, fingerprints are all over AW since day one promises to for 
more full body bags by the time he's done with AEW and tells fans to choke on that, slap nuts. Uh, just a note, it was later uh, revealed on Twitter by Tony Khan that not only is he all elite, but he is the new AEW Director of Business Development, uh, which is exactly what he was doing for WWE before he got let go in August uh, of this year. So uh, he says, I look forward to expanding the AEW live events calendar in 2023 in the future years with uh, JJ and a few other people as well. So <laughs> that means we're going to start seeing him at fucking. Well, a lot of people are wondering <laughs> if that's even a good move because you look at the trail of companies from TNA to GCW or not GCW, GCF or or was it GCF or what was it? GF yeah. Global Force, GFW. Oh, GFW. And then like, you know, it's kind of. You mean the body bags he left? Uh, you know, mm. they just wonder if he's the if this is the best move. Mm. But I guess we'll see. You I know. have nothing against Jared. I mean, um, somehow TNA still had people coming in. You know, what I mean, in the early days, you know, even though it was Universal Studios, but still. No, no, hundred percent. I'm not. I'm not taking that away from. But but I'm, I'm also like, it's one of those things where he has a reputation as well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and the reputation isn't always the best as far as his business acumen. I mean, a lot of people are like, oh, the guy who held up Vince McMahon, right? Yeah, I mean, or, that's exactly or, or, what or I was thinking like, about the, when the, you said that. Or the, guy, or the guy who booked himself to be champ, or you know what I mean? Like, yeah, like, yeah. like the, the jokes we're saying now, but it's like, that's kind of the go-to. I mean, other than the guy, even then it's like, oh, oh you mean the guy who uh, who uh, sold out his buddy by taking it, lip-syncing his song? Mm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Nilly Vanilli, that dude. Yeah, yeah. Uh, backstage but, seg, uh, John Moxley says, Tonight's the biggest night of Lee Moriarty's life. He can change his fortune forever if he can get the job done. He addresses Lee feeling snubbed by the BCC. He clarifies they did not snub him, but admits he likes Moriarty. But him and uh, Danielson decided he wasn't mean or violent enough for the group. He plans to give a lesson in pain and perseverance when he uh, backs him into a corner like a wild animal. Only way out is through him. So if he has any angst or anger, now's the time to bring it to the surface and then encourages Lee to get mean, nasty, and violent in their match because he ain't got time for anything else. Really like that solid promo. Uh, and we get John Moxley uh, in the uh, championship eliminator with Regal coming out in the crowd, crowd with them. I was very surprised to see that uh, versus yeah, uh, Lee and up. Stokely. Yeah, yeah, I was going to say. Ethan Page joins commentary and calls MGF a liar during the match and claims he's not good enough to beat Mox. And the more I just keep thinking this is an elaborate work, bro. I, I just It's, it's kind of – but I, it's like either way it goes – I just hope it's a good payoff. That's all I'll say. Mox hits a corner, 10 punch, and forehead bite. Neck lock, uh, suplex, and then uh, escapes. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. No, that, that's actually for Lee. He, uh, Yeah, he did that. He, oh, no. He counters a suplex and attempts a money clip. Lee has a hammerlock arm breaker to continue to work over Mox's shoulders during picture-in-picture. Picture. He hits a springboard sit-out clothesline and uh, repeated curb stunts for some insult to injury. At one point, actually escapes a pile driver attempt and hits a PK. Uh, Mox hits a King Kong Lariat, then recedes to Lee with a repeated curb stomps to the neck and then hits a cutter for two. They exchange some rounds and a couple of backdrop drivers as well. Lee counters a cross arm bar from Mox with a Border City stretch, and then he lets go to rain down forearms on his neck and reapplies the hole, but uh, Moxley escapes and rains down. <laughs> Page was pissed. He's like, <laughs> yeah. why did he do that? Yeah, he was, yeah. Uh, he rains down hammer and uh, anvil elbows and locks in the Juju Katami for the win. You know, it can't be the cross arm bar. Uh, Page, <laughs> not, not if Taz is Yeah, there. no. Page leaves commentary and blinds, uh, signs Mox with a running boot while Stokely lays the AEW title over his beaten body. So, there you go. And uh, They probably do that because they're, they try to appeal to the MMA crowd. I, I, yeah, I think so, too. And then show, like, you know, he doesn't always have to hit the Death Rider, especially in the BCC. Like, they're really big on technique and submissions and, like, grinding opponents down, et cetera, you know. But uh, Renee Paquette, sit-down segment. 
Britt Baker felt like she didn't have to be there for the interview, so Renee decides to give Soraya the TV time instead. She says she knows what it takes to be a star, while Baker doesn't care about the division or anyone else. She's been in the business for 30 years, built divisions everywhere she went, so Baker should feel lucky to have been part of the interview. When asked why I returned now, why AW, she says the timing was right and wants to give something more to the women's division. When she's asked how she is medically, uh, she opts to give her answer next week as she has one more doctor she wants to see first. Uh, later on, we see Baker have her own interview where she introduces her interviewer, Tony Schiavone, and for her interview with her people and her time and her world and all that. Says she's been a victim of conspiracy for far too long to go along with Renee and Soraya's plans. Uh, Hater and Baker said they're sick of the conspiracies and just want to wrestle, then lay down an open challenge for any team to face them on Rampage. So No one can. Oh, God. Yeah. And Why I thought- is she getting all the TV time? Right? Like. They're not doing anything with her that that is of substance right or now or meaningful. Yeah, I just you guys are just buying time to see what's up. I with, feel like with, the more money is to have them implode at some absolutely. Point. You know what I mean? Like because you have it's three of them there, and then you kind of had Deeb on the outskirts looking like she could be a familiar face. You know that could maybe usurp somebody in case Hater did break away. You know what I'm saying? Like like it, even not even um, what's it called uh. What's her, uh, the the uh, Jade, mm-hmm. the baddies, right? Yeah, they don't even be wrestling as a as a as a tag team, which yeah, is weird, well, right? Yeah, I mean, I I have yet to see Kira and Layla tag. I have seen Kira and Velvet, but I know Velvet's been out with injuries, so. But I feel like they they don't even wrestle now either. Yeah, not really. I mean, we did see it later on the show, but I'll get there. William Regal backstage seg. Regal says that last week MJF showed him he was all he has all the potential in the world, to, uh, but still has a long way to go to be a true villain. So his potential will help him at full gear when he faces a real demon in John Moxley. Uh, that was that might not have been the best Regal. Billy Gunn birthday no, bash no, segment. <laughs> Thank you, sir. Billy enters with his hands noticeably taped up from Swerve's attack on Rampage as the acclaimed kick of birthday rap. Bowens notes Gunn's injury and how it prevents him from scissoring, a fate much worse than death for Excalibur on a commentary. For unveiling present number one, a pair of acclaimed foam finger scissors to help him execute the beloved handshake. I, I just want to say they didn't need to go over the top with the hand tape. Mm-hmm. I yeah, mean, yeah, because, yeah. I think they could have just kept it on the finger. Because if opinion. it was that, I mean, the way that I'm like, dude, okay, this is already, I can't take it serious. Yeah, it was almost like, a, like, did your hands get burnt? No, I was, like, I was like, I mean, I don't want, I don't want to be grody, but I was like, man, he's coming off like, like he self pleasured a little too much, and, and now he's kind of, you know, <laughs> no, no, that, that, that might be a personal thing, dude. No, <laughs> no, no! I'm talking to you. I'm looking at you. Uh, 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 no. I'm telling you, I do not agree. No. Hey, hey, I, I was thinking more like. Uh, <laughs> what happened? No, 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 I, I was thinking more like Grandma's Boy in the middle of the night. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, with the oven. Oh yeah, exactly. Yeah, say oven then. Oven. Oh, I said coming? I said hands burn. You know, uh, Bones gives a friction. Huh? G- g- gives the fans a chance to give Gun a birthday gift. As Caster hits the floor to scour the best present, brings back a sign of a pair of scissors to ring. Uh, but uh, not without scissoring the little boy that it came from with a big pop from the crowd. I thought that was a girl. I I, I don't know who. It was. Oh, I guess they uh, I guess they had to say a boy. <laughs> we'll say the little kid. Uh, <laughs> I don't want to say scissor the ch- anybody. The, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the acclaimed list guns accomplishments and gift him a world's greatest daddy trophy to a decent pop. Bowen says he had more planned, was going to bring people from Guns Past, but two of them canceled last minute. While others are upset, he missed their reunion. Uh, that obviously gets an instant. Uh, do you think any? The crowd. Do you, did you think any of those things were true, or just just for the sense of popping? 
probably just popping. I mean, just using topical stuff because yeah. that's what they. I do, figured it you know? out. And he uh, gun actually accents that with a crotch chop, Wait, which I thought was funny. You saw that they tried to pan away. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Uh, the final gift is is a certificate of adoption already signed by the acclaimed, but in need <laughs> of Gunn's signature. And he te- uh, which he teases until they're interrupted by the Gun Club. They're upset they weren't invited to the dad's birthday party, but got him a gift anyway, which turns out to be W. Morrissey blasting Gun with a big boot before attacking the acclaimed as well. Uh, they the Gun Club join in, uh, and then FTR's music hits to a huge pop. The firm take a powder uh, the moment they enter the ring. Then they slowly pick up the AEW tag belts and hand them over to the acclaimed to send a subtle, eventual message. We See, go meet for these, boy. There can't be a, the firm and then a, 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 a group called the factory. <laughs> I don't know, man. What do you want from me, man? And then, and then now now they're just the blonde. Do you hear about that? Yeah, I know. Uh, yeah, I brought that to the show. Dirty-ass blonde. Yeah. Chris Jericho with Daniel Garcia and Bucket Hat Hager taking on a, <laughs> yes. a ROH champion of some kind. Had Jer- enthusiast Jake yeah, Hager. Yeah, yeah, right. Jericho teases whipping Lamar Jackson's ass before his mystery opponent was great is, was yeah, great definitely, is revealed to be Colt Cabana, former two-time ROH tag champion. Boom, uh, boom. We get a triangle drop kick during a picture-in-picture in the back suplex with the flex pin. Cabana gets a running shoulder tackle, goes for the Chicago skyline, but unfortunately both men lose their balance and fall to the floor. Uh, Garcia was all over that, man. Hats to him. Uh, we get a flying was apple. That, that was, was that a shoot? I, that looked like a shoot to me. Shit. Yeah, it looked like it was just like, I think, you know, he might have had Jericho on his shoulders, but maybe Jericho just leaned over. On, oh, where on it accident. toppled both Yeah, and they just okay. couldn't control it. But to me, that was the best case scenario, scenario. for that I, kind I was of just bump. About to, like, I was just about like, to ask man. that. Because okay. you see Garcia catch Jericho and then look at Colt concerned, but still maintain, okay, I, I got it. I, yeah, you know. And I can't. It, I'm not supposed to give a fuck it, about it, this Yeah, guy. exactly. <laughs> yeah. But he's still yeah. allowed to be like, shit, that was crazy. You know, so he uh, kind of, okay, I think, okay. shifts into that stare. So, but uh, yeah, Jer- uh, for Cabana gets a flying apple and a falling mid rope splash for two. Jer- <laughs> he, he let him hit the flying. Awesome. Okay. Yeah. Jericho tries a Judas effect, but Colt encounters and locks in a Billy Goat's curse. Uh, Jericho mm. escapes, but Colt pulls out the Superman pin only to get two after Hager breaks it up behind the ref's back. Uh, Colt takes out Garcia and Hager with a springboard moonsault on the floor, then hits another flying apple before running right into a code breaker by Jericho for the win. It was a nice code breaker, too. Let me ask you. This. Yes, is the Billy Goat's curse an inverted that, uh, Ian actually uh, Rick Avani who was on commentary pointed that out because That's he awesome. went for the walls and then he said well let me point this out to you guys that uh, you know, I'm not going to do Ian Rick Avani but you know I was like he doesn't really, <laughs> I like Billy- how you started to, I don't, <laughs> don't want to do him a disservice <laughs> yeah right and he says like the Billy Goat's curse which is the inverted version so he might know how to escape this hold oh, nice. and then you know, it was like almost like he prefaced it uh, post match He's coming up the ramp, and then 2.0 manhandle Ian Riccoboni from the commentary table, then kneel him down on the stage in front of Jericho, who pulls off his glasses, puts them on, makes a goofy face, and then takes them off again and breaks them. Jericho attempts to get uh, to hit Ian with the ROH title, but Claudio like literally blitzes through them like the whole deal and, and like tackles Jericho to the ground. The JAS pull him off and then begin to stomp him out. Then Danielson runs out to help before Guevara enters shortly able to maintain the numbers game. Then Yuta comes out and now both stables are brawling on the stage until security know, and referees some, spill out. Oh, okay. I was about to, to say, restore order. I thought maybe then there's going to be a moment where, well, my where Yuta thing is, and Danielson have I'm to trying look to, at Well, each I thought other. so. Something like but that, right? I'm yeah. more like what happened last week with the door? Who chained the door? Like, you know what I mean? Remember? 
Yeah, no, like, no. I'm like, like they didn't. I'm even, looking. I mean, I'm guessing it's the firm. Yet. I'm guessing it's somebody. In That's the, firm. the only thing I could think about, but there was no reveal on that. So, and it was. I thought it was curious that you know we didn't get is? no MJF this this week too. And it's like I think it's smart to sell that I'm pissed, you know. Because and then Moxley put, had nothing to say about it either, and he got yeah. his ass beat too. Yeah, he had nothing to say about MJF at all. He was just or, focused or, or, on or getting the, jumped. I mean, it, it was on. The, he's focused on the firm of sorts, you yeah. Know what I mean, but it just it was weird. Yeah, yeah. You know? It just but he didn't even mention MJF. Yeah, you're right. So I mean, yeah, he's, he faced the one guy that need him. Yeah, <laughs> but exactly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Uh, Death Triangle backstage seg. Renee interviews Ray Phoenix about his title match tonight. He says he feels great and is ready Renee! to become a double-double champion. Double-double uh, uh, champion. <laughs> I loved it. I pa- love that. Uh, Pac tells Phoenix uh, he knows using the ring bell hammer isn't his prerogative, but if he wants revenge for Death Triangle, he used it as his golden ticket tonight. He tells him to think about it before Penta excuses himself and his brother to exit the interview and go figure it all out. It was kind of an awkward uh, end to that. It was weird. Yeah, that sounds like shit they wouldn't say. Yeah. All Atlantic. <laughs> title match luchasaurus for christian cage versus ray phoenix with alex abrahentes and orange cassidy in his backpack commentary note the winner will get to name their dream opponent for a match on rampage oh that's what they said we're talking about yeah. earlier i didn't know what i was like yeah the, win- the winner gets the dream match i'm like well what the fuck's the what does that mean yeah, yeah, what, exactly. what the fuck's the dream match uh match kicks off as phoenix and orange work together to send luchasaurus to the floor and then they start facing off christian joins commentary during picture in picture shortly after luchasaurus gets a two for one running shoulder tackle throwing suplex to orange cassidy two for one running clotheslines avoids stereo uh suicide dies which looked really dangerous because he caught orange and goozled him into the still steps mm. while phoenix just like bounced off of orange mid-air as he got stopped with the goozle oh shit <laughs> it looked kind of scary like, it was just honest. like oh yeah and this guy's here too <laughs> yeah and your your fear was almost confirmed because then he also choke slams phoenix on top of the title through a timekeeper's table but it was not he picked him up deadlift he did not jump with him. He was he was like not again. He's got to say. And they did you're know. You got to slap me, Cavron. No, the last time they faced, like Excalibur had to had to point it out. You know, of course. Uh, springboard uh, thrust kick uh, by Phoenix to Orange Cassidy. Basement thrust kick to Luchasaurus, and a corner uh, springboard spin kick to Luchasaurus, which I love when he does that. We get the sloth combo uh, to Phoenix from Orange. The early satellite sloth DDT. Combo. That's the only thing I can call it. The early satellite <laughs> DDT to Phoenix. Stun dog millionaire to Luchasaurus, and an orange punch to Luchasaurus. Uh, we see. Lucha avoid another orange punch and he teases choke slamming Orange Cassidy off the stage when Jungle Boy enters through the table and gives Lucha two chair shots to the back. He goes for another when we see Cage enters through the table. Enters through the tunnel. Oh, tunnel. I thought I was like, wait, yeah. what? <laughs> I was like, hold on, dude. Yeah. Uh, Jungle Boy uh, then chases off Cage because he goes for a third one. Because they're like, of course, right above the grate, you know, where it happened, where it happened. you know, and you see Cage leave commentary to try to come over and then he sees him coming, chases them off through the tunnel and then charges back through to hit Lucha with a running crossbody off the stage through a table. Pretty dope spot. Uh, Pat comes down to roll uh, Orange Cassidy back into the ring and offers Phoenix the hammer, but he throws it down and hits a thrust kick, then goes for the rolling pop-up cutter. But Cassidy counters with an anti-air orange punch. It was like as shoot as it could look. For the win uh, and retains the title. Post match, Pack immediately attacks Orange Cassidy and teases using the hammer when he's interrupted by Katsuyori Shibata and Chaos. It's crazy. What? Yeah, bro. Like he came out and then got flanked by Ramiro and the best friends, and he came slowly walked down. And Shibata, he before he even made it to the ring, Pac just just bounced, and then uh, Cassidy puts his shades what? on and gets to his feet, and then Shibata points at his belt. 
And then this incites Orange to hand him the open contract with a pen. He signs it. Because you remember they had that. Yeah, they, they had that. Uh, he uh, helped him interaction. Out of, yeah, Forbidden Door. And but it always kept saying it was kind of weird how he reacted to that, the way he kept trying to like just high five him. Yeah, he kept yeah. trying to like call him back in the ring. I'm like, wait, what is he doing? Yeah, like, so it's uh, they made this dream match official for Rampage. I mean, they what? Yeah, nah, dude, that needs to be for on that All Atlantic gear, title. bro. What the fuck? Yeah. Free TV. But, well, you know, I mean, he he's got to do something to get the Rampage ratings up, man. And that's a good fucking deal. But how Shibata does not even wrestle like that. It's orange. So if so you're gonna have him wrestle on American TV, possibly uh, for the first time, it's free. Yeah, that's. I, mm. I, look, I'm not going to complain because I get to see it for free. <laughs> I would have saw it for free either way. but <clears throat> Tonight. Yeah, we're going to get to watch it tonight. Uh, man. Swerving our glory and Rick Ross backstage segment. Ross is clearly tipsy. Oh, that wasn't the main? Huh? That wasn't the main? No, that wasn't the main. Oh, shit. Yeah. Uh, he's clearly tipsy. He corrects Giovanni's introduction, said he's there to make sure Swerve is the biggest wrestler in the industry and largest recording artist in the world. Says he wants to celebrate when Lee arrives, and uh, he exchanges pleasantries, but also questions Swerve's dodgy communication as of late. Brings up Swerve cheating in the match last week and asks why he assaulted Billy Gunn, but Ross shuts allegations. it down. Allegations. <laughs> yeah. And he shuts it down as false allegations. And he uh, persists Lee to keep things positive. Oh. He hypes them up as the hottest duo on the show. As Swerve tells Lee, they set the team with Gunn and I'm sorry, not with Gunn, but with the Gun Club uh, in an eight-man tag against the acclaimed and FTR next week. Eight-man tag. <laughs> uh, Ross caps it off uh, with uh, handing Lee a glass of champagne and even pours one for Tony as they all toast to being number one contenders. Uh, Marina Schaffer versus Jay Cargill with Layla Gray. Nyla and Vicky enter on the stage as the match begins, which distracts Jade long enough for Marina to cheap shot her. Nyla and Vicky conduct commentary on the live mic from the stage as Jade dominates Shafir in and out the ring. Jade finally sets her sights to Nyla and starts to hit up the ramp, but Rose reminds her to watch the ring count to protect her winning streak. She shoves Marina off during a knee bar attempt and then hits a pump kick and jaded for the win. Post-match, Kira Hogan tries to sneak behind Nyla's back to grab the TNT title, but Vicky tips off Rose, who uses the title to lay her out, and then escapes through the tunnel. Jade stands over Kira, disappointed, and continues to walk through the tunnel while Layla checks on Hogan. Uh, we get a House of Black vignette, mm. uh, where basically it's Julia Hart. It's crazy, man. They're all, like, in white, underneath white cloths, and she's, like, you know, putting, like, crosses on their faces and, like, different... Uh, things like that and it's basically like she's drowning them burning them and then it's like they're being reborn in a mm. sense of like a resurrection type thing but it it has this voice that says what has become of us what have you all done have you all abandoned your faith this quickly you have us burning at the stake so soon clinging like children to this new world afraid to abandon it now come the ways of old now comes the worship of death all must end so that all can suffer anew and then you hear Malachi's voice come in. He says, Father of the black light, giver of the scythe that takes, giver of the scythe that creates, forget me not, Father, see me now, Mother. So I was like, who is the father and the mother? The like, you know. And it seems like there was a lot of people in hoods and stuff that like you could see which ones were definitely – you know, buddy, Them, and, yeah. and you know, but it seemed like there's like two other people. So I don't know if hmm. uh, you know what kind of revamp we're getting. Looking at. <laughs> Maybe uh, we got um, Tony. St oh, go ahead. I was just gonna say I heard that Lee Johnson just uh, turned heel. Oh, okay. I don't know where because I, I don't watch it, <laughs> but wherever know. it was, I, got, I heard. I heard he, he's turning heel. Oh, okay. Know. Uh, we get a Tony Storm and Jamie Hayter vignette because it's been made official that they'll be uh, going against each other at full gear. Uh, it's pretty good. I'm not going to detail what it's about. I mean, 
it's it's you know if you know them you know that they have uh, history together so uh, that's what it plays on uh, that we do get the match announcements Orange Cassidy defending the All Atlantic City or, or all an un All Atlantic City dream match is what it's called I guess because they're going to be in Atlantic City but he's going to defend the All Atlantic Championship against uh, Shibata we have uh, Dr. Britt Baker and Jamie Hayter taking on Madison Rain and Sky Blue which I thought we already got uh, I guess there's going to be more names announced for this uh, world title eliminator tournament uh, yeah, I where that. I guess it's going to uh, you know culminate at the finals at full gear and then Mike Tyson is uh, returning to uh, AEW he's going to be doing commentary and it's been Just reported make somebody make sure he's not on shrooms before the show yeah seriously <laughs> uh but it's been reported per pw insider he's agreed to multiple appearances meaning his inclusion will not be a one-off so a lot of people think maybe there'll be an mm. eventual program with him and jericho as jericho has been pretty vocal about wanting to do something with him you know what i mean but i don't know how that plays in now but uh then uh on uh next week on par for next week we got the eight-man tag they claimed an ftr taking on swerve in our glory austin and colton gunn of the gun club aka the firm and, uh, yeah, that takes us to the main event. It's a Ring of Honor uh, TV title match. Brian Cage with uh, Prince Nana versus Samoa Joe. Uh, d- he's, you know, it's uh, not not a bad match. Uh, you know, but it, we get uh, Nana distracting uh, as Cage hits a standing dropkick. It's a Gamangiri and Jericho. Oh, yeah, I did catch combo. some of this match. This was a good match. Yeah, uh, definitely. Uh, triple leg drop combo and a Steiner recliner as well. Uh, Tope Hilo, which was very surprising because he, yeah. he didn't. I was going to say it was a Kongiro, but he didn't touch the rope. He, he cleared that shit. So. And then he hits a 619. Uh, Joe, he hits a snap jab combo, a back elbow Inziguri combo. The snapmare back chop PK Muda elbow combo. And of course, who can forget the Manhattan drop big boot senton combo before hitting. My favorite. Uh, before hitting that rebound power slam. Cage hits a diving 180 elbow drop and uh, the pump handle X Factor for the two uh two counts pick the crowd pop for that they're like oh shit yeah definitely because i think he could pick him up for that I, so. I, at first i thought he was going for a different move and then i was like dude i don't know if you can i'm like oh shit yeah i was worried that he was gonna land horribly but it, it, it i mean look... he kind of yeah he landed low on his face but he, he yeah. seemed okay but uh, yeah best case scenario <laughs> well i mean well yeah given his his concussion issues yeah, sure, yeah, yeah exactly a uh, cage counters a coquina clutch with an olympic slam that hits a discus lariat for near fall and then it goes for the f5 but joe counters with a coquina clutch for the win uh the rest of the embassy attack joe immediately until wardlow runs down to chase everyone off that was He's, so stupid to me yeah for sure it's three of them and they're big yeah <laughs> that, that yeah and Prince Nana's there, like, you know what I mean? And then Wardlow keeps inviting the embassy to enter the ring with Powerhouse Hobbs, spins him around, and hits a big spine buster yeah. out of nowhere. Oh, I, picks up that TNT title and raises it before stepping on Wardlow's chest to end the show. Apparently, I guess, this, this is the second time he had attacked him. I yeah, guess, I think supposedly. he did on Rampage. Yeah, mm-hmm. so, but I thought this was a good look for the kid. Yeah, You, you almost yeah. forgot about him. Yeah, definitely. And, and I then, think then it's that made you spot. think, like, yeah. where the fuck is Ricky? What, like, they ain't done shit with Ricky. Yeah, I mean, that, that was actually a name I was thinking, too, that would, could be elevated going against a guy like a Jericho or somebody. Like, I don't, I don't get why he's not getting a title opportunity of some sort of, like, challenging for the All-Atlantic title or something. You know what I mean? Like, I just think even if it, if he doesn't win, it's a good spot for him, you know? So, hopefully, hey, maybe he'll be in the Eliminator uh, hopefully. tournament. We'll see. But, yeah, that was the or, show, Or man. at least get a shot at the All-American or something. Yeah. Or, so, I'm sorry, All-Atlantic. All-Atlantic, baby. But, um... Yeah, man, that's the show. Mm-hmm. Um, seemed pretty solid, some ups and downs, but yeah. like uh, for the most part, it seemed cool. I mean, I know Rose. there was a lot of controversy surrounding the Marina Chauffeur match. I don't know if you heard about that. J- no. You know the JD from uh, NY account? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, he was yeah, getting, yeah. Like I heard about it. Yeah. yeah, people coming out the woodworks from AEW were on it. Was on yeah bumper. on that ass. Yeah. Um, however, I do want to commend both shows for uh, putting on pretty good. 
Uh, oh, I forgot to, to mention this too. For whatever reason, they felt the need to post a Twitter exchange of Bow Wow shooting his shot at Jade. And I was going to send getting, that to you guys because because yeah, yeah, and getting because he <laughs> in real I saw in real time where he was talking like he actually added Tony Khan mm-hmm. like yo after I get off these tour dates let's talk about a full time contract like I'm like bro stay the fuck away nobody wants you unless Lance Archer comes in. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Everybody if you does. want to be the guy we feed all the big guys <laughs> for sure. Everybody does. Oh man. But yeah. Not not bad. Not a bad week of wrestling. Nah, man. Um wanna thank y'all for tuning in like y'all always do, man. And if you can follow us on social media, that is at the Quincy Jones Show on Instagram. That is at Quincy Jones Show on Twitter, backslash the Quincy Jones Show on Facebook, and of course uh, the Quincy Jones Show on TikTok as well. Uh, you can also check us out on YouTube. We have a lot of different videos and different projects we've done. Different hands on different, uh, uh, you know, whether it's promo videos for different feds, yeah, um, commentary, you know, different reviews and stuff like that. Um, even music videos up there, man. Media, home. Yeah, check it out, man. And of course, uh, you can also catch us uh, this podcast as you're listening now. In case you know, first time listener, you want to figure out, you know, we, we drop every Friday. You can catch us iTunes, SoundCloud, Spotify, iHeartRadio, CastBox, and the great people at uh, True100Radio.com, of course. Check out your boy, The Quincy Jones Show, the album out now on Spotify as well. We got shirts. Hit us up at Show at gmail.com uh, with your size. $10, Buster's all we ask. And, of course, feel free to check out Doc. You know, plug away, my friend. I know you got the music. You got the Bakari. I mean, let them know what you got going. Yeah, you already know what it is, man. Doc Lesnar said uh, at the very beginning of the uh, top of the hour, I said, that uh, I'm the only hip-hop hybrid in existence in the world of pro wrestling and hip-hop, and I really mean that. And the only way to know that I mean that for sure is to go out of your way, to go to your favorite platform that you like to stream your favorite music from. And go ahead and hit that search bar and type in that D-O-C-L-E-S-N-A-R. Boom, there I are. But five-star bars for you and yards to sell out of jars and bumping your cars. Uh, you know, that was just a freebie right there you know what i mean but go ahead check it out this is awesome that's my latest project featuring guys like mega ram my boy over here quincy jones go the world's greatest tag team partner my dog. and of course my dog uh you know what i mean just really a true homie man uh i ellis the artist go ahead yeah, check it out and if not tap in with my audio visual album man if you're about the wrestle rap you just want some really dope hip-hop yeah. check that out man that's like was it eight nineteen tracks of just dope ass hip-hop concept art you'll see it man uh, seeing is believing listening is definitely proven you know what i'm saying so but go ahead check that out and then while you're at it find me on social media man i'm on facebook and twitter at i'm doc lesnar you can also find me on uh, instagram at doc lesnar at doc underscore kgs pod for all things having to do with the podcast hashtag wrestling wednesdays tap in we are building that community man i'm telling you it's really fun man let us know what wrestling shirt you wearing every wednesday man but you probably let them know too we got plans to change the format of the show yeah yeah we're going to be uh, changing a little bit the way we do things on the show um you know, never want to be a complacent here on the Quincy Jones show. Yeah, so uh, just think know. it's time to to kind of shake things up a bit, spice it up a little bit. Yeah, you know, be, we feel like it's become a little formulaic, but. a little mundane, as they say. So. <laughs> yeah, but uh, no, yeah, we want to just change things up. So uh, definitely going to be uh, doing things a little different heading forward. Yeah. Um, also, uh, we will be taking a trip next week. Yes, sir. So unfortunately, we will not be uh, releasing on Friday. I think we may try to get some exclusive content with uh, Mr. McFly if we can. Yes, sir. Um, but well, it's we'll a very special trip. Yeah, it really is. Creative uh, development and and I think some uh, you know for mental health as well. But like, and if, uh, yeah. if you guys caught it by the way, uh, Winter Circle Pro Wrestling. Yeah, was gonna, know, I was gonna plug um, that as well. Yeah. yeah, it's on. It's on the the uh, check it out. Announcements if you haven't seen it already, it's dropping today. Definitely. Uh, it was written. Tickets yeah. out now. Yeah, definitely. I mean, what's I mean, drop the handles, my dude. 
Uh, it's at Winter Circle Pro Instagram, right? That's and uh, at Winter Circle uh, PW at, on uh, on, uh, on uh, Twitter as well. And if uh, you guys want, you know, interested in getting booking, hit them up. What's the what's the yeah Winter Circle Pro Wrestling at Gmail dot com? There you go. All in the bio. There Gonna be go. uh, getting everything together. Gotcha. You know, uh, would love to speak more about it, but I think we'll uh, be able to do that uh, at a, at a later date. But yeah. uh, definitely go check ahead out and it. Add that way you get all the info. Yeah, hundred percent, man. Yeah. And um. Yeah. Again, got uh, a couple words for him. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I was gonna say. Uh, also, last last but not least, at Lesnar's underscore lots. You guys know the deal. Mercari merch, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. But you're right, man. After all this, this is a very long episode. But I do got three words for the very good loyal listeners. Top guys out. out.